0: This is another Red FM podcast. And remember, if you enjoyed this episode, for more podcasts, check out redextra.ie. It's full of great Red FM content.
1: Remember the old term, the dirty weekend? Well, it's a 30 weekend, according to the Red Tubs. Don't pack away the sunscreen just yet, but for God's sake, use it. And I'm the worst in the world for forgetting. Hands up if it's hot is a front pager from The Sun today. And they have photograph after photograph after photograph, even the broadsheets of photographs of many people at different beaches around the country and indeed Cork beaches too. Temperatures in Ireland could reach close to 30 degrees next week, surpassing the hottest day of the year so far in 2022. Uh, that was Monday when we got close enough on, uh, in parts of the country, uh, to 28 degrees anyway. Places like Fitzgerald, sorry, I said Fitzgerald's Park, Phoenix Park, and areas over in, uh, in Shannon. But all of the papers are talking about it today. Uh, and also, stunning photographs. And I have to admit, I'm not 100% sure of what's going on with regards to these photographs and these, uh, stunning images coming back from the James Webb Space Telescope. Apparently, they're looking back in time to how things were 13 billion years ago. Imagine is the reason for that because it takes so long uh, for you know, those v- actual pictures to arrive to us. It takes billions of years, so they literally are looking back in time. I'm going to take a look at that story a little later on, but incredible colour photographs coming back uh, from space and the telescope, and uh, the newspapers carry a lot of that. Indeed, if you follow stuff online, you'll see reams and reams of it. Uh, COVID, I know, um, I I hate bringing it up, but you've got to look at uh, trolley numbers in the CUH and trolley numbers in the Mercy, which is broken down in this morning's uh, uh, echo. They also go down to Bantry and look at their numbers. You have a lot of people uh, on trolleys. You have overcrowding in the A&Es. And on top of that, of course, you have people in hospital uh, with, with COVID symptoms or indeed with COVID. And it's overwhelming the hospitals, and in particular the nurses. That's why the INMO um, Liam Conway of the INMO in Cork is saying that delivering care in overcrowded environments is not safe. So they're talking about the reintroduction of, or the possibility that we would need to reintroduce mask wearing indoors, and indeed in congregated settings, and COVID screening. Then, uh, you know, on arrival to all hospitals with, you know. I don't know what your thoughts are on that with regards to the reintroduction of, uh, of, of masks and things like that. But it's a front and inside pager. Making the echo today. And, you know, this coalition vote of no confidence, that was much ado about nothing, so there's no point dwelling on that. Uh, apparently, there was a bit of a spat going backwards and forwards in the dollar, right? They're off on their holidays now. The government su- survives the vote of no confidence, and it's as you are, if you like. Uh, meanwhile, when you talk of uh, issues at Cork Airport, at lines at Cork Airport, uh, sorry, Dublin Airport, I should say, because Cork Airport is just an absolute joy to fly in and out of. Be, you know, they're absolutely going from strength to strength and coping. So well, in fairness to them. But above in Dublin airport, there are other kinds of lines. And these are uh, workers who uh, two workers at Dublin airport arrested now. And of course, this is a a suspicion until, you know, there's a court case involving this, but it's a suspicion of smuggling uh, cocaine worth more than a million euro through Dublin Airport. And the papers this morning, which one am I reading from the Star, says that uh, two of the three men arrested following the seizure of the million euro worth of cocaine actually work at the airport, and they're suspected of helping a gang to smuggle previous shipments into Ireland. Uh, they're saying, according to sources, this wasn't their first time. You know how we deal a lot with cowboy builders, people who go in and you know, promise the earth and deliver absolutely shoddy, crappy work, charging huge amounts of money. There's one of them before the courts this morning in the Star where uh, one of the victims said, I had a heart attack. After the stress of the con by the cowboy builder, that was before the court, this man who deceived them uh, and did shocking work. I mean, the photographs in the newspapers, I do better work myself and I'm pretty close to useless. Uh, But if you see the work in the paper that this guy did with regards to uh, the damage that he left behind him, some of it quite dangerous. In, In fact... It was so dangerous uh, with live exposed wires that people got electrocuted by it. The use of masking tape to cover work and pipe work and ducting is just... I mean, he must have gone through a fortune of masking tape. But the poor misfortunate family then had to uh, cobble together €70,000 in a bank loan um, and also money from family members to try and actually just repair the damage left behind Uh, by this con man. So this went on and on and on. It was before the courts yesterday. Uh, He got uh, a suspended sentence, I believe, according to the papers this morning which uh, is a bit bizarre really but the whole ordeal has really impacted the family and will for a long, long time to come including the amount of money you would think that maybe they could take a case for trying to get money back um, and and the rest of us then are trying to save money in any way we can It's an interesting one making the mail and that's why i talk about trying to save money any way we can because apparently and i'd love to know if it's true that petrol prices in Cork have dropped below €2 because the mail this morning says that petrol prices came down below €2 a litre. And there were queues across the country with people queuing 20 minutes, half an hour to get into various petrol stations that had dropped below the €2. And they said that petrol and diesel had dropped to one ninety nine a litre at stations in Cork monaghan and carlo now so far over the past couple of years, i've seen no petrol or diesel prices below uh, you know two euro i'm still seeing them around would it be fair to say two euro 12 uh, or at least that's the ones that i've seen so come on guys text 0868104106 where are petrol prices in cork 199 a litre house prices don't be talking a bit about that as the different phases of building go along the exact same house that's built in the next phase would be 30 or 40 grand dearer than the phase before it. So they talk in the mail today of average house prices being up by, uh, by 30 grand. And in the old country that we live in, with prices only going one way and gouging with regards to lots of things that you're buying, including hotel room rates, the Independent this morning talk about the All-Ireland Rip-Off where fans are facing soaring hotel prices in Dublin uh, for the GAA finals. So we're certainly looking at Galway and Kerry uh, for the football, right? Where on the weekend of it, it's €300 dearer, uh, for a weekend stay on the weekend of the All-Ireland Football Fund. And they break it down into different hotels. 738 euro price of a, a room for two for two nights. 868 in another one. 774 in the third. 998 in a fourth. I mean, in all fairness, like you'd be looking at a week's holidays overseas there all day long for the price of a room in a Dublin hotel. And then, I know I mentioned this some time ago, but the papers are picking up on it over the past 24 hours or so. You know the €200 electricity credit that you got? You know that you didn't end up with um, uh, €200. A lot of people saw that they actually only got €176.22 because the €200 included VAT, which I thought was a cheap cheap stunt on behalf of the government. It should have been €200 credit plus the VAT, right? So you actually only ended up with 176. But apparently, even when you did the maths on the amount of VAT that was being charged, people got caught as well on that one. So it wasn't a 200 euro, it was far from it. And I'd be curious to know, what is the cost of, let's say, 12 driving lessons? Now, 12 mandatory driving lessons are needed before you can do the test. But they're suggesting in the mail this morning that that could be north of 600 euro for the 12 tests. I'd be curious to know what's the cost for 12 driving lessons on Leaside. Is it 600? Is it more? Perhaps it's less. They're suggesting that that's another example of things just going upwards. And I like this one. If you're religious or you have some kind of faith in your life or you attend regularly religious services, apparently you will um, live longer. You will have a healthier mind and body. You will experience less symptoms of depression. You will engage in more physical activity. You will live longer. You will smoke and drink less. So that means go to mass or go to any kind of religious service that tickles your fancy because by all accounts, there's divine intervention at them.
2: The Neil Prendeville show, Cork's number 1 talk show. Your sure, Cork on Red
1: FM. Ah yes, indeed fair play coming in already. Diesel 199 in Yall, also in Rathcormac and Texaco on the Model Farm Road. So diesel at 199. Where does that put petrol? If the diesel's at 199, would they be the same, 199 each? And anyway, we keep those on common. Can I just mention I'll get to calls in a few minutes time. But for a lot of people as the weather heats up and it has done and will continue to do so. If we're looking at next Monday, say, for instance, at 28 or 29 degrees or whatever, and you're driving, do you ever look at, um, you know, as you're driving along and you have air conditioning in the car? McMull sent me a link there this morning with regards to the confusion that people have in their lives regarding the air conditioning button. Right next to it or very close to it, there is another one, which is a kind of a roundy button in the car with arrows on it that's actually called the recirculation button. And I never knew whether that should be pushed on or off if you're using air conditioning. Like some people have air conditioning and they just don't like air conditioning. They just don't like the way it feels, you know. Some people don't like the smell of it. Um, I'm a fan of it, but I never know what to do with the recirculation button. Well, apparently you should use the recirculation button. I'm mentioning this as a little tip on this Wednesday morning, because the recirculation button, if you're using your air conditioning, just continues to use the air inside the car, apparently. So if you have air conditioning on and you don't use the recirculation button, the car is pulling in warm air all of the time from the outside, be all accounts, and trying to cool it down. So it's going to be burning more fuel, not so good for the air conditioning system, not so good for the engine. So on hot days, recirculate the air inside the cabin, push the recirculation button. If you learn nothing more all day today, that's a good one.
2: Get it off your chest. Call Neil Brenderville now on 0818 Red FM. Ah, yeah, you guys are
1: the greatest. Petrol and diesel, 199.9 a litre. That's two euro, really. You can't call that 199 at Texaco on the Model Farm Road. I wonder if there are queues there. So, thank you to Pa and everybody else who texted, particularly with regards to Texaco on the Model Farm Road. Um, thank you also to Barry Murphy, who says, I just thought that... Uh, after all the support the hotel sector got from the Irish public during the pandemic and the generous vat breaks, isn't this another example of the greed of the hotel sector? Yes, it is. He says, I mean, let's be honest. I'm comparing London to Dublin, and I know which city I'd prefer to spend a weekend in. And he sends me, sends me a screen grab then on the same weekend. Check in the 27th of August. Check out the 28th of August. The Morgan in Dublin. 537 euro for one night. Right? One night. Now, I don't know whether that includes breakfast or not. It doesn't say. Uh, But like with like, €537 in the Morgan Hotel. And then he checked the Chilworth London Paddington Hotel. Same night. €298 when you do the transfer from sterling to euro. So a night in a pretty swanky looking London hotel, €298 including all taxes and charges. Meanwhile, in Dublin, 537. I mean, go figure that, because I just can't. I didn't get to this yesterday. I was contacted by a chap who said to me, this past Saturday, I was assaulted by five youths with golf clubs near the skateboard park at Fitzgerald's Park. Is anywhere safe now for people to go out and enjoy a bit of leisure time or a bit of sunshine? We heard of Crosshaven yesterday. Um, Anyway, he says, I was assaulted by five youths with golf clubs near the skateboard park. The boys got away. But I did report it to the guards. All I was doing was sitting down by the skateboard park, uh, about to have a cigarette, when one of the boys, about 14, tried to take my bag. Told him to back off, and he got quite lippy with me. I was about to walk away when one of the other boys came out of nowhere on a bike and just punched me in the jaw. Shouted something at him, while the others continued to shout abuse at me. A few seconds later, the guy on the bike came along again. This time with a golf club, and hit me across the arm and chest with it. Thankfully, my arm took the worst of the hit. I started to walk away when the guy on the bike threw the golf club at me, but missed by a few feet. What are they doing in Fitzgerald Park with the bloody golf club? I picked up the golf club and headed across the footbridge, planning to take it to the Garda station. Of course, they all followed me, shouting abuse and hitting the other golf clubs off the ground. Eventually, the guy on the bike got ahead of me and demanded the club back. I dropped it on the ground and stood as far to the side as I could. He threw the club into the river. the guy walked towards me, threatening to hit me as I pleaded with him to leave me alone. Eventually, the boys left, heading towards the city. I called the guards, but they lost them, uh, and I went to the station to report it. Now, um, that's bad enough, but I think at one stage, he did take out his mobile phone uh, to try and identify them and capture it so they could help the guard of Shekinah.
3: I don't care. If you come near me, I will fire in the river. Give me the guard's coat.
0: Dude, get away from me. I want get away from me. Get away from me, get away, get away from me. This is evidence. Don't no, get away from me. Please, get away from me. Please. The gunshot. No. The gunshot no. Get the gunshot out of your foot. Dude, I'm going to walk over there. Can I walk over there,
4: too?
0: To
2: give me the I just, you call to here with the you Stop, stop. If you take one more step towards me, I will... Oh my God, what...
1: Oh, and he's clearly terrorized, like, absolutely, totally and utterly really terrorized. Terrorized. That's some of the audio from it. Um, then uh, I also got some more texts with the Gardening of Fist Park. I was at Fist Park on Saturday with a mate and I saw these lads. One of the young ones came up to me and started hounding me to give him a fag, but my mate and I. Uh, just paid them no attention and they eventually moved on. But they were getting very testy with the golf clubs, hitting them off dustbins and the like. So clearly they got a lot more testy than uh, hitting them off uh, dustbins and instead started hitting them off this poor misfortune whose audio I just played for you. One more on that. I was in Fitz Charles Park at the weekend the anti-social behaviour there was absolutely something else. Young girls lying out in bikinis, more like G-strings and the boys playing football with no regards for to others. At one point the security guard came over to Tell them off, but they only laughed at them. It was only five p.m., and it was not the time or place for this carry-on. Rubbish cans, bottles left after them as well. Thank you for that. I actually have no people, no problem whatsoever with people bamming out in bikinis. I actually have no problem with young fellas playing football either. I, I just really don't. I think it's you know, as long as i hitting the ball off prams or babies or other people. I do accept what you're saying regarding the rubbish and the cans and the bottles left after them. You would think that people would, for God's sake, take their junk home with them. But is there any security up in Fitzgerald's Park, you know? I mean, is there any security that would prevent young fellas at 14 years of age battering a fellow with the golf club? think about that like I mean that's just clearly not acceptable is there anywhere now where you can go and be absolutely guaranteed 100% your safety text 0868104106 pick up the phone on 0818104106 and we'll deal with your calls text and comments can I chat with can I chat with chat with Greg because this is the, the 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 speed that you know the world is moving now particularly regards in uh, regards to technology Greg good morning Neil, how are you? I'm good. Uh, Now, you don't mind me saying you're in your your early 60s, you've been living in the city for what, like 35 years? Yeah. So you would be entitled to a parking permit? That's right, yeah. Okay, and do you have to renew that then regularly? Yeah,
5: before you had to renew it every year, but for the last five or six years you could renew it every two years, which I do to save time,
1: you know. Okay, so, and that entitles you then to park with the permit, but only outside where you live, is it?
5: In a certain area, I live near the courthouse, in a certain area, the zone that's called own case. so it's from the courthouse up as far as Prez, if you know Prez, the the old Prez, and back back towards the river, you know, from kind of Grattan Street up to um,
1: Mardyke Street. Which is your entitlement as a city resident, in fairness. But this is an example of not being able to actually talk to anybody anymore in an official capacity, is it?
5: Oh, it's gone crazy, absolutely crazy, crazy.
1: Yeah, tell yeah, me about
5: uh, it. In what way? Yeah, i tell you, my, every time my, my uh, parking permit has been renewed, what I used to do was I'd ring the City Hall the day before and, uh, you know, ask them you know, what do I need to, to, to provide, because you need to bring your um, your tax certificate, your insurance policy, and use your utility bills. So I rang um, two weeks ago, the day before my, my permit was up, and I got onto the city hall and they said, oh, um, in future now, um, you can't talk to anybody. You have to apply online. And I said, well, you know, um, that, that has been the situation. I said, well, who am I supposed to apply to online? And um, he said, oh, you have to upload all your documents.
1: I said, well, Upload, no, no, like as in screenshot them or scan take them.
5: Photographs, take photographs of them and then upload them onto the computer, you know?
1: No, that's, Not the easiest thing in the world to do.
5: It's unbelievably hard, especially for a person like me who's not very tech savvy.
1: You're not. You're you're not tech savvy. Okay. Yeah.
5: yeah. Have you any knowledge at
1: all about the online world or laptops? Uh,
5: I'm quite, quite, um, quite uh, up to date because I need it for my work. And, um, you know, everybody uses the Internet nowadays, but I don't have a computer at home. I don't know how to upload things on a phone and that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: I know, I know, I know. Yeah.
5: And I said to him, I said, this is crazy, is there anybody can speak to? Oh, no, you can't speak to anybody anymore now. So you have to do it online. So, anyway. You can't speak to
1: anybody anymore now? No, no, which is ridiculous. Right, right, right. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I tried this thing online, right? It's the most complicated thing I ever did in my life. I, I I try to take photographs. There's It's kind of an iterative process, if you know what that means. No. There's there's about 20 questions you have to answer. First of all, your name, then answer your address, blah, blah, blah. So when you go through every uh, step, and if you make a mistake, you have to go back to the very start and start it all over again, right? I know, I know, I
1: know. Yeah, and did, that, did that happen to you a couple of times that you did it oh, and then it was rejected? To me.
5: I am seven hours on the, on the phone trying to do it, right? And anyway, um, I tried to take a photograph of my um, some of my stuff and upload I didn't know how to do it. I, I didn't know how to do it, and it didn't seem to work. And um, I managed to get my tax book up. Then I went on to the next thing. There was a mistake. I had to go back again and start it all over. I'll just carry on. It went on for ages, right? So anyway, after about three hours, you well, won't there's now three hours, I got to this um, question um, when I had it done. I said, oh, did Cork City Hall um, City Council can ask you for f- any further information that they, they, they feel they need, right? Yeah. But next question was uh, they wanted a, a copy of my house insurance, right?
1: Right. Why? No. What's that it's got to wrong? do with renewing a, a permit?
5: Well, that got me hot around the collar because... You know, with all this data stuff online, now your data is very is not private anymore if you put it online. And I had an issue with that, you know? Yeah. And um um furthermore I couldn't find where the bloody thing is because I do it with one, two, three dot I drove my house insurance, my car insurance. Yeah. And I don't have the hard copy, right?
4: Right.
1: You don't so print it off. Yeah. 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 You like like everything now, you just get an email of your insurance details and unless you specifically yeah. request for it to be posted and you need a printer for that then, yeah.
5: Yeah, exactly. And I don't have a printer. Yeah. So I trying to get that online. I couldn't do it. So in my frustration and furthermore, another question they had said, right? If it takes ten to fifteen days to process it, right? And in that time, if you don't have a permit in your car, you're liable to be fined for parking without a permit.
4: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: Now,
1: and, and if you hadn't is- like if you hadn't sent them this insurance document detail, would your would it? Would you be reject? Would it reject you then online? It would.
5: Well, yeah, I was rejected. So, in my in my um, frustration, I I went online and I looked up a couple of city councillors because I said, I don't know any city councillors. And um, I got their phone numbers. I rang several of them. Didn't answer. So eventually, I got on to one councillor. Now I won't mention his name because I don't think it's fair. But I got on to one city councillor and fair those to him. He said he'd come out to me that night and help me. So he came out and um, we uploaded the insurance document and I said it to him. I said, I, said, I have an issue with uh, putting my, insu- my house insurance document up there. It's nothing to do with car. And I said, it's my information and it should be nobody else's information. And he kind of said, oh, no, no, the corpse, there's too many people with fraud now. And the of for the council uh, need that. I said, all right, I
1: can, they want the, the house insurance document to prove that it actually yeah, is yeah. you and your house
5: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, the is there is, a fr- is there fraud going on? Did he say with regards to people trying to get parking well, permits?
5: That's what he said to me. Right? No, yeah. um, no. I said, but I've been getting parking permits for the last 15-20 years since they came into existence. And I said, and um, I'm hardly going to be causing fraud. And I said, number two, is said, it's none of your none of your business. And actually, in actual fact, I didn't say it, but. I could have very well. Not everybody has house insurance. No, I have to because of problem. My of my own. Because it's so not everybody does,
1: not, unfortunately. They've had to yeah. cancel it. Yeah, they just can't afford yeah, it. Yeah. They're taking a risk. Yeah. Yeah, so if have
5: no house insurance, no, house insurance, you can't get a parking permit.
1: Right, and were you ever so, asked for your car insurance?
5: Oh, yeah, I, I uploaded, I uploaded my, um, my registration task. Uh, okay,
1: okay. And, and did you, okay. and did you get to the end of it eventually with a bit of help? Um,
5: Kind of. Um, he said that was all done. He'd get on to the City Hall of the Council and we sent it off, right? So he said he'd ring me the next day. He never rang me. And I was texting him and I rang him and he never got on to me. So I left to go on. Yeah. That was on Friday, two weeks ago. And um, on Monday, I got a an email from the court of the Council to say I hadn't filled in my oh. my. Um, my farm properly and that it had been rejected. So frantically, I tried to get on the council so, again. It took two days before he answered me. And um, he said, oh, uh, what do you get all hot on the collar?" for? He said, I talked to the city council and they said that it was a mistake. They said, out the letter a mistake. It was a mistake, that letter, that I was uh, denied it. I said, well, that's not much good to me because I was in a frenzy because I said my car is outside the door and I could get a ticket any time. And he also said that, oh, he spoke to the council and they informed their um, their wardens not to put a ticket on your
4: car. Good
1: luck with That's that, thing. yeah, yeah, good luck exactly, with that. Exactly, exactly. I mean, so where are you at now? Because clearly you can't just now. go in. Before, would you just go into City Hall, meet somebody, bring in documents and just renew it, is it?
5: All I did is ring up the City Hall, say what I needed, and they come down. And it was actually the last time I did it, it was more simplified than before. And they said it's grand, we know. I went down to City Hall then, there and then all of my money and my documents and I got my, my permits. So
1: isn't away. the human touch all gone now, isn't it? whats oh, there's no such thing as a human touch anymore as right. far
5: as I can
1: see. So if you yeah. were an OAP living alone, for instance, as somebody who just was completely and utterly, um, you know, un-tech savvy, if you like, so they wouldn't have a hope yeah. of, of, of negotiating or, you know, navigating their way through an on- online oh. renewal of anything, including a parking that's, that's permit?
5: That's something I positive to the, the counselor. I said, Look, this is ridiculous. If there's all people around here who have no computer, not advanced, how are they supposed to do? It? And I said, You know, it's not to say, but some of these people you could get a heart attack with stress, but I nearly did. You yeah, know?
1: I know. I can imagine, yeah. And also, same yeah. with the banks. Banks are the same. They're taking away all the personal services and pushing every single thing online. They don't want people to come into banks anymore. In fact, some of them don't even have cash in the banks anymore. It's what all
5: changing. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Sure. My, my, I, I had a fixed rate on my mortgage recently and I, checked, I went in to try and change it with KBC because they're closing up and um, it's June next week and I was ringing them, the them. and ringing. they never sent me out. They never sent me documentation to say that they had rearranged my... Oh yeah,
1: rate. I've been trying to... I mean, there aren't, there aren't even phone numbers now for a lot of services like that, say banks no, 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 or anything no. like that. But tell me this, will, have you, will you get the permit eventually or where are you at with it?
5: Well, I paid for it last... What day is today? I'll pay for it for four or five days to go online. And um, I haven't yet to receive my certificate, you
1: know. The hassle and the oh. stress involved in it and everything is moving online. It's not fair on many people who just really and truly still want to be able to pick up a phone and talk to somebody or meet them at a counter. Like the motor tax office <laughs> is still only open by appointment. It's still not open to the public. You've got to wonder why. I don't know. what. What is the story with the passport office? Is that fully open to the public now or... I don't know what the story is with walking into city hall or walking into the county hall, or is everybody back to work or still working remotely. You know, it's all kind of up in the air, isn't it? No, but you can't
5: seem to walk in anywhere or like get anything. No, the simplest no. thing, you know, know, what's going to happen? You know. All right.
1: Okay. 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 Let me know when the, uh, let me know when the permit arrives. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Okay, Neil. Thanks very much. All right,
1: Greg. You got there in the end, but many, many people wouldn't have help or intervention like you did, and they must be really very anxious about the whole thing. That's the speed that the world is changing. Uh, the cost of uh, you know all of this modern technology is the lack of human contact. Text oh eight six eight one zero four one zero six if you're suffering yourself in that regard. Pick up the phone on oh eight one eight one zero four. Uh, 106. Uh, You know, with regards to the lovely weather, thank you so much. Lots of people coming back with uh, beer gardens and keep those coming. I was looking for Cork's best beer garden yesterday. I read out a whole length of them and there's another few came in now. Uh, The biggest and best beer garden in Ballancolig is in Ballancolig, the White Horse. Uh, it's got everything, including your outdoor dining. And then others are talking about, and this must be absolutely gorgeous. Best Beer Garden is in Credence in Inchigila. Just the atmosphere. It's just so fantastic. Um, and I mentioned some others yesterday, including the Strand Bar and Mateha in Vickerstown, Amazing pints and food. And they have apparently the Moving Graveyard Burger which is probably worth eating just by virtue of the name itself. One or two more. The Best Beer Garden. Nyan's Bar in Bandon is another one. So keep those coming. Text 0868 Cork's Best Beer Garden. You're going to have loads of excuses to use them in the days ahead. Meanwhile, back to the phone lines. Dan, good morning. Good morning, good morning. I, I listened to your last call there. Well, I, I just to wanted to show as an example of somebody who might be... I mean, no, you're not old in your 60s, but people even older than that wouldn't have a clue how to use a computer. You know, and I, everything I'd they're be, being asked to do now is online.
0: Right. I'd be in that, I would be in that, that branch as well, Neil. I'm 75 now, and I'm just saying to you, I wouldn't have clue clue. And I don't want to, I was asked to go learn years ago, and I wouldn't bother. I, I'm too old for all that kind of stuff, anyway. Do you know that? And I, I don't and know don't, about that I mean I got don't into tell trouble me,
1: yeah, I
0: know, I know. Don't tell me I'm not too old no. I, 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 just, I was
1: going to tell you you're not
0: too old I know you are sure I know you are yeah. but Neil I remember years ago, I was walking through the Cortex and they were paying the salaries into the bank the so next week I remember getting a big form to fill out I said I'm not doing that to information so I went to the bank and I said to the, the girl in the bank so I, I say, I'll say give you notes on my, my name and address I said my house address my employer's uh, my employer's name and address, I said, and that's all you're getting. And, I, and they took it and I have them more about it. They, everybody have too, informi- too much information on every one of us completely. Online,
1: But what if you were dyslexic, for instance, or you couldn't spell or you couldn't read and write? I've spoken to people on the air who can't read and write, or of they're course, very, very course. limited in that regard. They wouldn't Definitely. be able, to, never mind not being able to negotiate online or computers, so they
0: wouldn't have a hope. But Neil, what's what's this about the house insurance? Uh, that gentleman, there, now they're looking for his house. Is is is, is that part of the vacant house stuff? Is
1: it? It's apparently, fraud. Apparently, the the inclination I got, the impression I got from that was that people are claiming, fraudulently claiming for permits they're not entitled to.
0: <sighs> oh Jesus, Neil! I look, I look, and then and then we have other people telling us don't put, don't put, don't put too information. Out, out into your, your web page or whatever it is, you're too, too much information out because just people are trying to, trying to scam us. And then, there, and then we have another, another group of people who want all the information from us.
1: But ga- the, you do know that, that there are companies and organizations gathering your information and everything about you all of the time. Every time you go on Google or everything you, every time you buy yeah, something, that, pe- right. people are selling and trading your personal information, particularly with say- regards to the things you buy.
0: I, I saw some, if 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 if, if you have a very good phone, uh, they can tell you where you are and you don't even have to be on your phone.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's when your location is switched on. Yeah, so yeah, you call right. you call that a police state, but, you know, like, your information is being harvested all of the time, constantly. Of course yeah, this, They know this, where you are, I, they know what you do, they know what you buy, they know what you sell, they know what you consume.
0: And all I can say to you is, I do believe, Neil, that... Yeah
4: the powers that be have too informa-
1: too much information on every one of us also alright ok mind yourself take care Dan text 0868104106 I was talking about the 1.5 billion spend for the defence forces and I was wondering whether or not that would be better spent in building houses my husband is in the defence forces I understand that it may seem like a big spend in current times however the members of the defence forces have poor conditions uh, took so many pay cuts over the years uh, and these have not been reversed working a 24 hour shift for an extra 20 euro. Um, That's the additional payment for the long shift. They leave their families for six months just to gain some cushion for their families and some extra cash. That's what it's like being in the defence forces. Mind you, Pat says our defence force is non-existent. Four torpedoes could terminate our maritime defences. Six surface-to-air missiles would eliminate our air defences totally. We need to spend the money, I suppose, says Pat, because we are... Defenseless, And then about, what about the good people of Crosshaven who are defenceless against acts of thuggery when the sun shines? I always head west. It's too easy for a group to throw a tenner in the tank and get to Crosser and Fountain Sound. I go further. Uh, head west as far as you can. They can't afford the petrol and the drink to go further west, says Bobby. Uh, with the government, who had the brainwave to close all these guard stations, hospitals... Just as our population was doubling, youths know now that there's no reprisal for any actions. The worst they'll get is a warning. Uh, They need to put local Gardaí into local communities like it used to be. They closed the South Infirmary. They closed the North Infirmary. They closed St. Finbar's. St. Mary's A&E is down to the bare bone. So now the mercy is full of drunks and full of homeless people. Now, I do feel sorry for addicts and the homeless, but in Cork South Central alone, we have a Taoiseach a Minister for Foreign Affairs and a Minister for Public Expenditure. And all three have done absolutely nothing for Cork. Text 868 Just hold on there. We'll take some calls after the break.
2: Cork to Neil now. 818 Cork's Red FM. Okay, I just want to stay with this a little while longer.
1: Text 868 104 well, the world is moving on, but unfortunately, we're leaving many people behind with the pace of things moving, particularly with, to, with regards to technology. Margaret, good morning.
6: Good morning, Neil. How and, are you? you?
1: back. And thank you. And you put it very well. You say all of these changes and the speed of them and the lack of personal service isn't fair, particularly on the elderly.
7: Oh,
6: in particularly on the elderly, it is an absolute discrimination. I'll give you the latest one now. Is from air. Now I don't have the television service like that. I only have the landline. A landline. They have no dis- a landline,
1: yeah. The old-fashioned phone yeah. in the house. The
6: old-fashioned landline, that's all I have. And attached to that, I have an alarm system. Right. In case I, because I'm on my own.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah, I wonder how many people actually so, have an old-fashioned landline anymore, but
6: you uh, do. Quite a few of the elderly have, Okay. Me, for okay. the very simple reason that I could ring somebody today, they'd ring the next person, we'd say a group of ten. So I will ring one, they'll ring the next one, the other ring the other one. That way, then we know that that particular circle is okay for
1: the day. Is that what you do? You and check I'll, in on each other on a daily basis. Well,
6: well, that way—that's the one thing you can do with it. That—that's well, only one phone call. Now you're only allowed—you're allowed thirty minutes free for the month.
1: Right. Okay. Right. So are and you in a group basis- there where Margaret calls Mary and Mary calls John Mary and, calls, and John Jenny calls you know, Alice? That,
6: yeah. Right. right that you can do that. Right.
1: Right.
6: Okay. So. It is now that they have decided now that they're going to put... The rental now is... It, usually the bill will be about 60 odd, just over 60 euro for the two months. Right. Okay? Yeah. So your basic is about 34, 35 euro a month and 30 minutes free calls. And now they have decided that um, they are going to put that rate up another 5 euro a month. Right? right? Whether okay. you like it or whether you lump it. Yeah. Now, on top of that, they have this great notion that they're going forward and so that each year there would be an annual consumer index each year in April. It will be going up, whatever that comes out at, plus um, 3% as well.
1: And but it was, I was interested, like it to hear that Air, Air were saying. And if you want to get your bill in the post, it'll be five ninety nine.
6: Five ninety nine for a bill for a paper bill.
1: And are you savvy at all? Do you have a laptop or a computer? No, I don't, a want, mo- I don't
6: want. I don't want a computer um, Neil.
1: Mobile phone? No.
6: I I don't. I have a mobile phone. I don't want to use it on the phone. Exactly like the last gentleman said. I don't want to be putting my details or anything online.
4: Right. Right.
6: And I prefer to go. I'd rather go to the motor tax office and pay by rather than email it because I don't want
1: emails. So you want to go to the motor tax office? You want to uh, walk I've into it? You pregnant, want to walk yeah. into a bank? You want to pick up a phone yeah. and speak to somebody in customer service? Yes. Yeah, yeah. If
6: I need to, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. Uh, we haven't come to an end of this at all. They're pulling it up, as I said. But where the bill paid will be five ninety nine extra. The bill is five extra. Plus three percent every year, guaranteed. Plus the communa, um, the annual consumer rate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Then now, if oh, you get all this free if you are on email. But if you have a direct debit, this is this is outrageous as far as I'm concerned. And you're late. Now you know yourself. You go into a bank you now. There's always a queue. Now, and if you're kind of waiting for money to come in or anything, and you have a direct debit, and you go down to the bank. Yeah. And there's a queue. Now, if you're just one minute late, you are then going to be charged 18.45.
1: Oh, for God's sake. Just fee?
6: 18.45 for a direct debit and late fee. And now, you... that's from air.
1: Do you have a direct but debit? There's also be... No. Do you I use any direct be... debits? No. no. Are you one of the people like the odd time that I am in the bank? I see people in the queue ahead of me who are paying bills with cash. They bring their bills into the bank. Are you one of those? Yeah,
6: well, no, I I do mine into the credit union. You
1: are the equivalent of the credit. You bring the bills in and you pay there. Yeah, and it's an old-fashioned way of doing it, but it works for people. Like they like that. Well,
6: it's it just it doesn't. I don't have to be handing out a big lump sum.
1: But the day will come easy, now when so the bank will say, and the credit union will possibly say, certainly the banks will say, oh, we're not going to give you that service anymore now. We're not doing bill pay anymore now.
6: Yeah, well, in that case, then I'm going to have to keep the money in the bank until, and then pay it by card. But I don't want to do that either. I prefer to be able to put my money by each week because I don't have to be worried about a lump sum coming in the door, yeah. especially, we say, over Christmas, Yeah. you know, when you'd have... You'd have spent your Christmas bonus and on your presents I bought and everything but else. But would you not worry and about holding cash?
1: No, but would you not worry about holding um, big no, No, I said
6: leave it in the bank. I, I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't have it in the house.
1: Yeah. But I, 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 wor- I worry about, about the elderly I would worry about people particularly elderly people vulnerable people who would keep large amounts of cash in the home yeah, you know, know draw out two or three different I pensions know. together they could have a grand at home and then they're walking to the post office to pay bills and they're walking to yeah. the banks and they're going to the supermarket with cash and everything yeah. it's so dangerous now
6: I know and it's absolutely awful I mean another I um, oh yeah um, I, I just think it's an outright dis- discrimination now against us mm. Mm. You know, and uh, I mean, apart from that 1845 by the air, it also means that the bank will charge for a late fee as well.
1: Well, like people. Some people think that the banks are a charity. They're not. They charge you for everything. They're
6: not about business. Yeah, what I mean. That, yeah. So you can add eighteen forty-five plus what the bank would charge you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know, I
6: know. Just because you're, we'll still say for
1: Yeah, just one final question. Why are you so afraid of, um, you know, putting your information up on online? Is, is it? It's, it's,
6: it's just not safe, especially if there's money being charged and they want their bank account number.
1: So, it, you'd be worried about sharing your bank details yes, with the yes, likes of air or an insurance company anyone, or motor insurance or house. Yeah.
6: yeah. Now, I just I just think for that us, one, we should have the choice ourselves if we want to. Not, I'm not just talking about the elderly. That goes for anybody if they don't want to.
1: Yeah, but you know that made. counter staff is becoming a thing of the past, customer service. Oh, I know. A thing of,
6: yeah, I know that. Actually, getting yeah.
1: to talk to anybody on a phone now is very rare.
6: It's yeah, even trying to ring them is something shocking.
1: I know, I know. You know and getting tossed um, I, know, I know, I
6: know. I think that it's an awful discrimination against the who don't want it or people who just don't want to use
1: it. I hear what you're saying, I hear what you're saying. All right, you mind know, yourself. I think mind it's yourself.
6: awful. But I mean, um, what I'm saying here now also is AIR got such a huge amount of money from the government to set up all of this. And they you know, they sold off the, the, the crowd, the company. Yeah. But yeah. Um, if I want to have improvements in my house, I'll have to either save or get a loan from the credit union or anything else. Why should the consumer or the, the customer have to pay for their, their going forward?
1: Because the customer always pays, ultimately.
6: Yeah, but, the uh, uh, but I mean, with I'm, if I'm not going to avail of those services that they want, why should the customer pay?
1: Yeah. Do you ever shop Why around though? Why don't they though, use
6: the profits? Yeah, I mean they have the profits. Why don't they use them and not not be taking it out the cost to the
1: customer? Good points, well made. Thank you, Margaret. Text eight six eight one zero four one zero six. With a city hall worker got in touch. Uh, no details, obviously. All city hall workers are back and working full time. There is no more working from home. Uh, the online application for a parking permit and other such things isn't going to change. This is just the way forward. However, while this is a convenient and easy way for some, there should be allowances made for the elderly or people who aren't computer literate. It's not a one-size-fits-all, and that's not fair. And that's from a City Hall worker who agrees that it's just not fair on those that aren't computer literate or just not tech-savvy in any way, shape, or form, never mind those that might have problem typing or spelling or structuring a sentence. Get it off your chest. Text The
2: Neil Brinderville Show now. 086-8104-106. Red FM. It's
1: just one fast one, actually. You know, we're talking about issues involving when the weather gets good and anti-social behaviour and things like that. A texter asked me, can anybody please define the law on public drinking? Is it permissible or not? to have a gathering of a group with slabs of alcohol in public areas. What is the law? Anybody listening in who could clarify the legal status? Well, people are welcome to call in or text in any time, but I believe that it is illegal, that there is a bylaw against public drinking, so it's not permissible, but whether or not it's always Uh, enforced or not is another thing Uh, I also see Fiona Looney in the mail today in her column in the mail also talking about the disparity on trains on Irish Rail trains and she was making the point that she was on a train recently um, and uh, for some reason somebody within Irish Rail asked her do you have any alcohol in your bag? And she said, yes, I have a bottle of wine. I'm traveling with it to a friend, et etc." et cetera. And the man said, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, but the employee said, this train isn't moving until you give me that bottle of wine. So she was mortified in the seat, according to Looney in the mail this morning, because she had to hand over the bottle of wine. But then Fiona Looney said about a week later, then she was taking the Cork to Dublin train and it was rammed with people getting on with bags and slabs of beer and there were parting away like crazy all the way up to Dublin so you know where is the law on that there's a big disparity on it anyway text 0868104106 pick up the phone on 0818104106 I'm
2: Rory and I'm Valerie and you can join us for the very best in local national and international sport every weekend on the Big Red Bench that's the Big Red Bench every Saturday and Sunday from 6 on Cork's Red FM Get it off your chest. Text The Neil Brindaville Show now. 086-8104-106. Red
1: FM. All right, you can pick up the phone on 818 104 106 as always. Just to get back to your calls, just give me two seconds. Just picking up on some more texts from yesterday. Is the bus route bringing them down to Crosshaven in the first place the problem? It's an amazing route. But it's so regular and 24 hours. It's very appealing for the kids. All the incidents that you talk about on the air are always on the same bus route. Uh, We had a lot in the down west at the weekend. Uh, They took over the whole beach car park at the blue flag beach. They destroyed the place. The poor old lifeguards were picking up rubbish after them. You know, the only crowd in this country that party like they do are the crowd that do feck all and live off the state. And then they cry the poor mouth what an absolute joke. There's somebody they're assuming that the only people that leave litter in huge quantities on the beaches are people who do feck all and live off the state. Um, if Irish Rail Neil can have security on the trains, why not have security on the buses as well? I know, but that's not a very good societal move, is it, that we need security now on all forms of public transport? We're going to hell in a handcart, if that's the way. Sad thing about the stories you share is that these little teenage scumbags will get a slap on the wrist and nothing more. Many of them don't care about being arrested. It's actually a bragging right for them. Find the parents is probably, sadly, the only way to curb a lot of this behaviour. Apparently, the county council do have books of fines that they uh, will now issue. Um, you know, they'll stop the young fella or whatever, or the young girl who's acting the maggot. Get proof of uh, address, then find the parents. That's what I heard on the air yesterday. Uh, Also, loads of bottles on our East Cork beaches too. Never before have we had this. It's getting worse and worse with gangs coming down and leaving their bottles everywhere. I think nobody would mind uh, people visiting if they just copped themselves on and took all their junk with them. Uh, First off, I'm a delivery driver in Carrigaline and Crosshaven, and I see very little trouble every weekend. I also have have to question uh, Audrey Buckley, the councillor. She's mad for keeping the beaches clean and safe. Why do I, though, have to keep my dog on a leash down in Fountainstown Pick up his dirt when horses can run wild, disturb everyone else using the beach and leave big piles of dirt that they don't have to pick up. Horses should be banned from the beaches. There's plenty of fields for them to run in. Um, Question being, if you have to pick up after your dog, why don't you have to pick up after your horse? Uh, Last year, a lad got bottled in Carrigaline. The scum who did it were caught in Douglas. No Gardie in Carrigaline, the state's fastest growing town. I was down there yesterday, actually. I was down there visiting Brownlows. I was down in the industrial estates, actually, and the commercial parks outside of uh, Carrigaline. You're on the Crosshaven Road. I mean, it's just amazing the amount of businesses that are operating in our industrial parks and commercial parks that you wouldn't know about until you actually drive into them. The scale of them are huge. But anyway, hey, I, I was through Carrigaline, and it is one of the state's fastest growing towns, um, and you can see that by the amount of traffic, an awful lot of traffic and, of course, more and more housing estates down there now than ever before. How can the Gardaí have enough resources for the quality hotel in Red Barn? They're up and down there all the time for the refugees and then not enough to keep people safe in Carrigaline and Crosshaven. I don't know anything about that, but I can tell you that the Gardaí on the beat, right, and in the squad cars are assigned their duties. They don't make the call on what they do or what they cover. Uh, paddy wagons will be needed permanently in the summer months to arrest all of these tramps uh, on a separate issue a woman broke down on the fast lane on the link on Sunday afternoon it 30, took 35 minutes uh, for services to respond um, actually I saw a terrible crash on the link there the other day it was terrible uh, and it did I mean one thing is it did commode discommode traffic but it, I actually was passing as they were trying to get somebody out of the car um, I think that the car, I don't know what happened in the lanes, but the car ended up completely sideways, um, you know, straddling the lane of traffic with a truck behind it. So uh, it was awful to come upon it. I hope everybody was OK. Anyway, text 0868104106 and I'll plough through some more texts and emails throughout the course of the morning. And don't forget, we've got some fabulous family passes to give away to some beautiful tourist attractions right across the county. Avril, good morning. Oh, good morning. Okay, so we've been talking, we just started this morning, just talking about um, how it's impossible to get personal human contact anymore in the services industry that we all need, you know, before you could pick up a phone or walk in or meet somebody at a counter. Did you want to pick up on that?
8: I did. The gentleman earlier on with the parking permit, I tried to do this yesterday. Now, I'm one of your very old people to start with, but I'm not totally unfamiliar with computers. Mm -hmm. Um, Got on thinking I would just download a form. And we would go to the city hall. Oh, you can't do that. But
1: why did you almost end up in tears?
8: Because it took me an hour, and I, first of all, you have to go to submit. I don't know who submit are, but it's not directly city hall. You have to agree to go to submit to do this thing, whatever it is. Anyway, yeah. okay. we go through all of that, and we photograph um, the tax, the insurance. We want then a billhead.
1: First of we, all, for an elderly person, you have to have a mobile phone to do all of that. You have to be able to well, use as the as camera.
8: As I, as I said, when I worked, I mean, I, I have used computers, and I don't have a computer. I also have an iPad. Um, and I would be okay with those things. But the iPad, it's easy enough to download the images. It's not on, on the computer. That would be that would be difficult. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm finding I do all the bills, so all the bills are in my name. But the car belongs to my husband, so we have to find a bill with his name on it so we finally find that that's all right that's all done get to the bottom 20 questions um he agrees to sign where in god's name do we sign and then this scroll comes up with his name on it which is supposed to be his signature and he agrees done no it's not done there are more questions and that's when we get to the house insurance and our house insurance is no business of city halls we've been in this since 1986 they surely have records since they're so smart um to say that Why is everybody
1: bothered by giving City Hall their house insurance, Avril?
8: Because it's none of their business.
1: Okay, but what if they say it's that people are fraudulent what they're saying that people are fraudulently claiming parking permits that they're not entitled to? And one way of stopping the fraudsters is by requesting a copy of your house insurance.
8: Yeah, but they've already had the tax, they've already had the car insurance, they've already had the bill with the name on, all with this address
1: on them.
4: Okay.
8: I mean that's obvious. And they surely have records to say that we renew this every two years. Or are they too lazy to look them up? I object very strongly. An hour yesterday, I I dumped it. I gave up. Um, I'll go back to it again today. Probably two hours of my time to do their job for them. Why? I find it totally unacceptable. And I will say further, if this tax disc is due up next week, if we get parking fines because we haven't got the new tax disc, I was going to say I'll go to court, but the car is not in my name. I will send my husband to court because we're not paying it.
1: On the basis of
8: what? Because we've lived here this length of time. We're entitled to a space outside. We're entitled to park. We've paid for it all through the years. And now because of this thing that apparently takes two weeks to get here, we'll have a week with an an out-of-date disc on the car.
1: And it's not, in your case, it's not because you can't navigate through the online system. I mean, my father won't mind me saying this, but he doesn't have a computer. He doesn't have a laptop. He doesn't have a tablet. And so he's not, I mean, he's a very savvy guy, but he's just not tech savvy. So I do all of it for him. Um, What what would happen if, say, for instance, in my case, I wasn't around? How would he navigate in this world that we live in now? He
8: couldn't. The, The thing, the whole thing is a nightmare. Um, trying to find the bits and pieces. I mean, I have house insurance. So I'd have to go and find that. I don't know where it is, but I'll find it. Um, but I just think, again, if I only had the computer, getting downloading the images onto a computer would be hard. You'd have to take a photograph and you'd have to, you'd have to go through a whole process because I changed over to the iPad. I could click onto the, the camera and take those images fairly easily. Yeah. But it is, it is difficult. And I don't think it's one bit fair. I, I think... Most people would prefer to do stuff online if they
1: can. Yeah, no, that easier. includes you but know renewing a passport there online. It also, holes. it should be, there should always, but that's not going to ever happen again. That's gone, you know, actually physically talking or meeting with somebody, and and whatever's left of it now will be gone in another year or two or three completely.
8: Well, I, I think then um, I don't know what you do with people that don't, and computers are expensive. And iPads are expensive. All of these things cost money. A lot of people don't have that kind of money. So do then we start claiming um, to, to provide these people with it, with not just with the tablets or the, the computers, but also the lessons to tell them how to
4: use
1: them. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, or I mean, what you're saying, okay, we're in this house since mm-hmm. 1986. For God's sake, you know about us already. You don't need any yeah. of this information. Yeah. 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 You have it already. We haven't gone away.
8: No. Yeah. And I think... Th- what was I going to say about this with the the, the gentleman? I've forgotten now what I was going to say. Oh, but, me. Um, so, or The gentleman that went out to help him fill in the form. Yeah. If if there has to be someone, there has to be in all of that building with all the employees they have. There has to be one someone that they can dedicate to helping people to fill in these things or apply for these things. And I mean, there are grants and things that take much more than the parking permit. But people definitely need help and they oh, need to listen. have someone there they can talk
1: to. I'd say there's an endless list of things that has moved online that people who aren't tech savvy or just don't have the equipment. I mean, you, you talk about taking a photograph. You you may well be aware that you can download a scanning app now, you you know, and it will it's much better than a photograph. It actually scans the document.
8: Yeah, but I mean I have a printer and I can scan in. I mean I know how to do this. I do have the equipment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, But not everyone does. You could well be the exception, and you sound very tax-savvy to me.
8: Well, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, I do have a son that's in IT, and if I can always scream at him if I'm in trouble. But, I mean, I am lucky in that.
1: Okay, okay. All right, so uh, what, what's going to happen? Uh, you are going to go back and break your heart again with an, another... I'll
8: again today, and I'll go through the process again today, and we'll see what happens. But... Um, I think I might be writing letters to someone i mean i'm not I generally let things go I, they don't bother me so but
1: you can't you can't just photocopy documents anymore and send them in anywhere no it has no. to be online, yeah, I know yeah.
8: Yeah. Okay. So I think I might be writing about this to someone. I, I'll sort it out. But I, I, I think when that man was talking, I felt sorry for him and for anyone else who can't deal with this kind of thing. And I I do know how to do it, but it's taken me this long.
1: Don't you think it's the same as well? I think sooner or later, do you think that we'll reach a point where there will be no, you know, when you go to the checkout in your local supermarket, you have the option to go to a checkout and put all your stuff up on the belt and, and pay somebody, you know, service. Um, behind yeah. the counter. But now they're offering you more and more of the self-service checkouts and they don't suit everybody, you know, scanning, scanning, scanning. That's another they, they, example they of the human they touch. They
8: don't understand it. And it, if, if, you're, if you're uncertain about that kind of thing, you get worse, you get stressed trying to do it. And that's not fair.
1: And I've seen people stressed, and I've seen people without the yeah. right amount or of you money. Put,
8: you put something down in the wrong place. Like I, I've done it. Yeah. When I was packing, I put the bag onto the, the side where the goods are. It's embarrassing are. for some and people. It, it screams at you because you've, you've got the wrong weight on the, yeah. on the, yeah. the, the thing on the side. Yeah. Um, so it is. And I know there's always oh, a girl there, at least certainly in we which there's a girl there. Yeah, and they're goes, hovering
1: around it. in fairness, they're and they, and they do help. But, you know, if that's, that's ultimately going point. to be the world for everybody. Oh, no, that's not yeah. great, is but
8: it? I think I think the customer service, and I've I've worked in retail too. The customer service thing should be there. If I'm paying them, if I'm buying my goods from them, I expect a
1: service. Yeah, and and uh, a situation there last week it was it was overseas. Now, incidentally, but it didn't really matter. I Was in a place where I, w- I was buying stuff, um, and and the person behind the counter never once looked up. I could have been uh, I could have been an alien from Mars. Yeah. Um. And never looked up. Never spoke. Never said a single solitary word. Eyes down all of the time. Complete disinterest. Totally. And that
8: happens an awful lot. And again, as I said in retail, I'm gonna, I did get into trouble once or twice with customers. But generally speaking, you don't have a job if you don't have a customer.
1: Yeah, and you got to bear that in mind. But doesn't always yeah. happen, you know. It doesn't happen very much at all. Okay. Mind yourself. Let me know how you get on today. All right.
8: Yeah, you might see me in Limerick prison, but anyway.
4: <laughs> I
1: love, I, I, you know, I love people of your age and generation. You're fighters. You're fighters. <laughs> Keep it up. Yeah, we're so we're so old; it
8: doesn't matter anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourself, Amanda. Good morning. Morning, Neil. Okay, um, this is amazing. So, has this got to do with literally trying to negotiate the online world? Is it?
9: Yes. No. I wouldn't be familiar with going on line. Really, normally my husband would do it all. Right. So when we did a play for my daughter's permit, uh, the car permit, we did um, give the car insurance that she had her car insurance paid, her disc, uh, the um, insurance, the tax disc yeah. for the year. Yeah. Uh, we gave her bank details with her name and her address that she lived here.
1: We all of her bank account detail, her bank, her account number, and everything.
9: Um, yes, the statement.
1: Right, I they want a lot of... Yeah, that, uh, bank details are a bit over the top, isn't it? What do they want that for?
9: I don't know. It was proof that um, that she was living in the house with us. Okay. And I also gave an affidavit from a peace commissioner saying that she he knew us all her life and he knew my daughter for the past 19 years that she has been living in the house with us. And after giving that, they still didn't accept it. Then I ac- I had to explain to them because they wanted a house insurance and my parents were in the holidays at the time and I did explain to them that I wouldn't have access to that because my parents keep it in the safe. Now, when my parents came home, we did access and my my husband did go online and give them the information and then they text us and they wanted her birth certificate.
1: Okay. So we... Well, okay, so so you're living in a house with your parents and your daughter's living with you as well.
9: No, my parents live next door to me. Right. We live next door to each other.
1: Oh, and they kept they kept the documents. Is it?
9: They keep the documents. Okay,
1: so they wanted your. In their home. Okay, so clearly they wanted her house insurance. They wanted yes. it says here tax details, That's bank right. details. Yes. Uh, they wanted an affidavit from a counsellor to say that he knew her they I wanted her those. birth certificate yes. uh, um, and all of this was to prove what, that she was actually living in that the house? That she
9: was actually living in the house.
1: Okay, clearly so Cork City did. Council have a problem with fraudulent claims for uh, parking permits. They must have to be asking now for Now bear that.
9: in mind, my husband do have a permit.
1: And is it, can you as have more than hope. one permit for more than one car?
9: Uh, you see, I think there was a new law came out on the 1st of May that they were stamping down on people getting permits, from I think it's mostly for rented accommodations and stuff, just to make sure the houses were insured. I don't know, really. But I gave them all the information. Now, the last so if somebody lived was, in an inner
1: city house, right, and they were in a house share and they were sharing with three others and there was four of them in the house, would they be entitled yes. to four parking permits?
9: That, no, I don't know. But I know I think maybe they might be stamping down on that.
1: So where are you at with it now?
9: We eventually got it. We gave the birth search and that was kind of the last straw then for me. I was, what more do they need? And we did give the birth search and then we received it. Okay.
1: Okay. well, City Hall are very good for coming back. I'm, I'm not so sure that we can actually talk to anybody in City Hall on the phone anymore, but we can request a response to a question by email. So here's the question we can ask City Hall as to why do you require so much documentation from people living in the city to renew a car permit? We can also ask them, are you aware that an awful lot of people are not tech savvy or computer savvy and they want an old fashioned way of doing it? And we can ask them, what's the deal with regards to wanting the house insurance? What's the details? Why do you need people's bank account details? And we'll see what they say with response, with regards to a response.
9: Well, not more, and more bank details. No, that was just um, the bank detail was to prove that my daughter was living with us because she'd have no bills coming to the house. Yeah, I know. So yeah. the only thing we had with her name and address in it was her bank details.
1: Yeah, yeah.
9: Do you yeah, understand?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering, are people, are City Hall worried that people are applying or allowing their address to be used by other people or, or something like that to get a car, to get a parking permit, you know?
4: It's, what kind of well, fraud Nina, is going on?
9: What I couldn't make out was we were actually given the tax of the car with her name on it and plus the insurance. That she owned the car and it was insured and plus it was taxed for the year at that and address with her name on it. Yeah. With the address.
1: Yeah. I know. I know. One and thing then is the, bank the yeah,
9: details. Yeah. And then we were actually giving the affidavit from a peace commissioner dating <sighs> and they didn't accept that. And the birth cert and the insurance the birth cert then was the last thing that they came with and I was what more are they going to ask what
1: for? What more do you want to know about me? Yeah, yes. I know, I know, I know. All right, Amanda, you got it eventually. Thank you so much. Anna, standing by first up. Tracy, good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. Are you? Uh, you're in the same home, same house, 27 years, are you?
10: Yeah, I'm here since 1995. Um, and... Um, no, mine isn't anything about being tech-savvy because I can fill in the forms online, but this changed since um, the last time we renewed our, our, our resident parking permit which was two years ago. So two years ago I filled it in online and it was just the basic. You know you need your insurance, your tax and all this but this time when I went to do it I went through all the questions. I managed to upload all my documents and then when I got to the end it asked for house insurance. Now we actually don't have house insurance so I don't know what our options are then to to renew the the parking permit, you
1: know, is that is that is that because you just can't afford to renew it? Yeah, I know. And there, and come here, you're not alone. There, you really aren't. I mean, people are also taking yeah. a, People are also taking a gamble on car insurance, and they're taking a gamble on tax. You know?
10: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like like that. No, we've had less like, since, since the um, residents parking came in in our, our our road, which was like I do not maybe ten years ago. We've always had the residence parking permit so I, I don't know where we stand now. So where will you I be
1: like now if you that if that document isn't sent does that mean you won't get a permit?
10: It, it won't go through without that document attached because you have to go on to the next, um, the next part of part. It the,
1: won't allow like you to move through the questionnaire?
10: No no so I I mean I don't know I mean I I tried to do it on Monday and the residence parking is actually out of date tomorrow and we're regularly policed by the traffic warden, Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't know where we stand. Like
1: that's a real house. worry, because if you start getting yeah. fines, they'll amount to an awful lot more money than the house insurance renewal, you know?
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. Um, my, my question is, if, if you're in contact with the City Hall, can you ask them if there's alternative documentation that we can... Send? I'm on
4: it. Yeah,
1: that's another that great we'll question. Well. I'm just curious as to... What happens if somebody doesn't have house insurance? Now that wouldn't be a, a city council property or anything, would it? Oh
10: no, no, no. It's okay. Private. No, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Private, so yeah. it's private. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Okay. No, and I wonder. We're currently emailing city council at the moment, so I'll you know a yeah. list of questions to them, and hopefully they'll revert asap. Be better if we could talk to someone incidentally in housing. Be a much better way of, of going forward. But that's a question we'll put. But you're in a you're in a sticky predicament now. You're going to start getting parking fines because you have no house insurance.
10: Yeah. Plus, my husband has a van, and he—he's his residence parking permit is up soon as well. So we have—we have, we have a, a car and a van that are going to be in the same situation. And I, uh, you were speaking while well ago to that other lady. It is four permits per house.
1: Is that what it is? Allowed. Yeah. Maximum of four
10: permits. Yeah,
4: yeah, and do, yeah. And do
1: you do you worry at all about not having house insurance? Does that prey on um, your mind?
10: Uh, I I I do sometimes, but.
1: Sorry. What what can you do? I suppose is it a case that you know it's you have to prioritize what you can afford?
10: Yeah, exactly. And where we're living, like a, a couple of years ago, our our house insurance was up for a renewal, and we were with the same uh, insurer for a long time. And they sent us out um, a, a letter to say that because we were living near a body of water, that like the, I suppose the parameters or whatever had changed, and it kind of doubled. What? And, yeah, and then they then they refused to cover our area, and when we went to try, they, we couldn't find anyone that would cover us for any kind of reasonable amount of money. So we decided we just we just couldn't do it. Then, so what, you know what, what
1: I mean? was the deal with water? Like many people live near water. Why is water a, a hazard? Yeah. I mean,
4: like what if are they expecting? Certain,
10: like, if you're a certain amount of metres from a body of water, then there's a risk of flooding. now this this body of water is never going to flood to be quite honest because it's only a little lake um, you know I, I suppose I, I don't know I don't know so that, yeah we're, we're without insurance so it could
1: have gone from 400 yeah. or 450 to a grand kind of thing
10: yeah more than that yeah even more yeah, yeah. oh
1: man yeah, I understand. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Stop. all right, okay, yeah. thanks, Tracy. But so
10: that's just a question. I mean, I like surely there's uh, other documentation that, that they can accept because you know we have bills and all this stuff.
1: Why house insurance? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you
10: for, for a long time. Do you know what I mean? Okay, let's yeah. see. Yeah. Let's
1: see what they say in that regard. Happy to do all of the above. And good morning.
11: Oh, good morning,
1: Neil. How are you? It's amazing actually. Um, anyway, happy to stay with this for a little bit longer. So you're talking about um, uh, documentation to renew. Is it just the parking permit or is it the whole world we live in now where there's no customer service, oh, no, no face no, just,
11: to... ab- just about our parking permit for our car. I went over to the City Hall um, on Friday with all the documents copied and I was informed that I needed uh, proof of house insurance.
1: So you can so actually walk in with the paperwork, can you?
11: I knocked at the door and there was somebody just inside the door and he let me in because I needed the I needed the uh, the form to fill out. I didn't have that. Yeah. So I filled that out in there, um, there was a guy there and I said, "These are the documents for my parking per- permit. Um, where do I leave them?" So he went through them and he said, "There is a new re- ruling out now that you need to have proof of house insurance." So I could not understand that. What has that got to do with your car being parked out on the street
1: did but you ask him
11: i did and he told me he said yeah he said there are the rules now so i i obviously had to come home and i got the house insurance copied on monday morning took it over with the rest of the stuff there was a security guy just inside the door again i knocked on the door and i said um, my documents for the parking permit he said put them in the box there he said seal the envelope put your name and address on the envelope did all that in a brown envelope and about a half an hour ago all my documents came back to my house the envelope wasn't even opened so I I don't know what to do now
1: they just just returned everything?
11: just returned the envelope without even opening it
1: did you open it?
11: Oh, I opened it when it came in the door. And there's, not a, there's, op- no,
1: there's no permit in it?
11: Nothing. No, because I was told when I was over there as well that they would contact me by phone and I would pay with my card, which, which I did last year.
1: So what they're returning all of the documentation unopened, is pretty yeah. much saying to you, you need to apply online, we don't do this physical work kind of thing.
11: But I was told last Friday when I was there when I actually was able to speak to somebody that it would be processed if I bought it over and put it into the box that it would take to five to ten working days.
1: And that they'd phone uh, you for your bank details. They would
11: phone me for my card number and I could pay over the phone and I have no idea now what what's going on. I mean, say so the envelope wasn't even opened.
1: You're just going to have to do it. Can you do it online? Do you know how to go through that? I
11: tried. I tried, Neil. I don't know how many times I tried to do it um, online. It kept on shutting down on me. I kept on going back. Um, I was told my password was wrong. Yeah, I I just gave up. I just gave up. So I'm going to have to go over now again. Yep. Okay, let's... That's all I can do because I was told, as I said, the car is on. I'm living up in St. Luke's.
1: Do you have an issue? Do you have an issue with being asked for your house insurance?
11: Oh of course I do, yeah. Why? Yeah. Because I don't think that has got anything to do with your your permit for your car.
4: Yeah.
11: Yeah. Oh I like why do they require your uh, your house insurance now? Our house is insured. Um,
1: yeah, but would it hurt all that much just you know, give it to them, get your permit and move but on? I
11: did, but I just give it to them.
1: You did, yeah. Oh you did? I, I, yeah. Did, you
11: I, did, yeah. I yeah. did, yeah, I did, yeah, I did. I yeah, I I got a copy done Monday morning. And took it over and the whole lot was inside the envelope and
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Appreciate I that. that. So I've sent in, I've sent, we've sent in a query. It's gone already to the communicate. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks oh, for taking the call. Oh,
10: thanks, Neil, Okay. okay. Uh, so care. we said
1: Bye. we've been contacted by a number of callers this morning who are having difficulty renewing their parking permits despite living in their properties for decades. They say the move to online now requires them to have home insurance when before they used to get their permits without difficulty in person at City Hall. Listeners are frustrated by the amount of documentation needed in order to get a parking permit. On properties they have clearly owned or lived in for quite some considerable time and have been availing of parking permits for years. Can the council explain why house insurance and bank details are required for a car parking permit when it's being paid in person? Why are so many documents required, including in some cases birth certificates? What options are available for elderly people who aren't tech savvy or who don't own a computer? Or indeed, have anyone to assist them to renew their parking permit. So, Kevin Galvin has sent off that uh, email, and we'll wait a response and see what happens in that regard. Okay, don't list anybody, so is Eileen, after the break.
2: Call the Neil Prenderville Show now, 0818 104 106. Red
1: FM. And lots of response to yesterday talking about uh, Sinn Fein or government or the no confidence motion or a general election. Uh, to those looking for Sinn Fein to be in government, saying they can, that can they be any worse? Well, Paddy says, life has taught me that things can always get worse. A lot worse. You get what you deserve. Who will Sinn Fein tax in the years two, three, four, and five of their time in government? When all of the rich have moved their assets and their money offshore out of reach of the government. Who will Sinn Féin turn to then? Uh, the government is destroying our country. They're more worried about turf and carbon tax these days than actual people. Uh, one of your callers, Barry, says that uh, a no-confidence vote is a waste of doll time. But every time you see the doll on television, it's empty, unless it's a vote for them to keep their jobs and their pay rises. Uh, and just one or two more. The government clearly is not working. Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael should never have been allowed um, to go into coalition. The Greens obligated... The next election, it's a complete farce of a, of a coalition. Um, interesting that the opposition talks about the crisis and problems of the people and the government reps talk about politics. Why can't the government give Sinn Féin, the Minister for Health position, no one has ever been successful there. Let Sinn Féin just try that alone. Uh, one or two more. Why do we think the government won't vote for less TDs? Uh, understand, it's not their government, it's our government, elected by the people for the people. We should just tell them what we want. Well, they're saying that we need another 20 TDs because there's more people living in the country than ever before. I mean, I personally don't buy that. Uh, you'd be better off telling them not to go on holidays over the summer. The country's in crisis. Why do they think it's a good idea to take such a long break? They're not doing their job. They don't deserve a summer holiday. There's that and lots more besides. Text 0868104106. Meanwhile, uh, Donald. good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing? I'm good. Now, here's an interesting text because I know <coughs> that you, uh, you would consider yourself to be tech-savvy in your 70s. Text text here yeah, says, so. OK, good man. The staff in the banks are complicit in getting rid of their own jobs. Just like the supermarket cashier staff who encourage customers to use self-service checkouts, you will all be replaced by computers, and you're allowing it to happen to your own jobs. That's an interesting text, isn't it?
3: Yeah, and I would say not only will they be replaced by uh, computers, they'll be replaced by other people like us, because as a 70-year-old, I feel like I've become an administrator for some of uh, those organisations. Uh, insurance companies, motor tax office, uh, driving license renewal. The whole lot of them, we become administrators. I've had an an experience there in the last couple of weeks where I was trying to do two things. I was trying to tax my vehicle and I was trying to get my driving license uh, updated probably to my last driving license because I'm in my 70s and um, it'll definitely be the last one. I'd say. but well, I won't have to get a doctor's certificate or an eye test, but that's or something, what the yeah. crux of my problem was. I had a bus and truck categories on my driving license, okay. And I uh, sent off for to sorry, I went online to try and uh, renew my driving license, and I was informed that I needed uh, a doctor's certificate, okay. Then I looked it up, and apparently uh, you don't need one when you're over 70. However, if you have truck and bus
1: categories yeah. on your license, you, do. you yes. do then have to get a doctor's set, okay? Yeah. And did you want to drop the truck from the license then, was it? Yes, yeah.
3: and you, I was informed that there was an option for me to fill out an online form uh, surrendering the categories that I no longer needed. OK, yeah. so I, I downloaded and printed it rather than try to do it online. I said, I'll just download it and print it and put it in the post, which I did. And I waited and waited. And eventually I contacted them again, set, uh, all, on, all online. And each time they were telling me that my application couldn't be processed because they were waiting on documentation. No, as I said, I had already downloaded it and printed it. So then I resorted to sending it online. I I did what I didn't do in the first place, did it online. And lo and behold, for a number of times, I was getting back again the same message telling me that I needed to provide the necessary documentation. So my final email, I sent it again. And, uh, oh, sorry, they were asking then for... Um, my birth cert and my PRSI number, all which I had given them in the beginning when I was trying to do the application. But they were now asking me for them again. Why why? Like,
1: why? do they want a birth cert from somebody who's always been renewing their driving license? You're the I same no, person. Uh, There's no biological I change no, in your ma- What's
3: like, why? I have no idea. Neil. I'll tell you what, no. I think Mary Butler now, the Minister for Mental Health and all the people, I oh, as yes, an older person, Neil, almost had a breakdown, to be honest with you, trying to get through what I was trying to get through. And I think myself there's a very easy solution to this, okay? There should be a dedicated line that all the people are people with disabilities because there's always gonna be older people and people with disabilities who are not tech
1: savvy. No, of course they okay? are. Yeah, of course there
3: yeah. are. So it's time now, Neil, that I think all the people stood up for themselves And I think everybody should contact Mary Butler, who is the Minister of Mental Health and all the people, and ask her to provide a dedicated phone line for all the people who, through their PRSI number, will be able to access a person on the other end of a phone if they're having difficulty. Because they've taken away that default where if you were having problems online, if you were trying your best with the tech savvy that you had, you know, can't resort to picking up the phone and no, saying, "Listen, but that's I that, tried, yeah. and I can't do that's it." That's
1: right, and that doesn't exist, that's and fine. that's why. But that's why I'm saying: do do staff in the banks not realise that they are complicit in getting rid of their own jobs because everything is being automated? Do do people working in supermarkets not realise that their checkout jobs will be gone very soon? You know, um, well, I, it's like valid. that. That they, that if they don't do something about this, that automation will replace all of them in the services industry.
3: Absolutely, absolutely, and I think it's time that we either went backwards, not always a good thing to do, but maybe it's time to go backwards and put back the phone lines and let people... Like, what what would be the problem with that, Nick? Like, a lot of older people have gone through the trouble of becoming tech savvy, okay? What would be wrong then with the rest of the people who can't do it, who just can't do it? They may not have the capacity to be able to to learn new things, okay?
4: yeah.
3: What would be wrong with having, as I said, a dedicated phone line that people could pick up the phone and ring that line and that it would, it would acknowledge through their PR number that they were a person of an older age age who was having difficulties and put somebody on the phone to them?
1: True enough. Good point. Well it's made. It's a
3: very simple thing to do. No, Neil, um, like, as I said, there will always be older people, OK? And the tech savvy that's there... If you learn if you learn everything about how to do things online, the following week there's changes either in your device or in in in, in the the process that you're having to learn something new again, mm. and it's a constant keeping mm. up. It's yeah, not it a is. case of just learning to be tech savvy. Yeah.
1: It's well, I mean, like I personally, working. I love the idea of being able to renew car insurance uh, online. I love the idea of being able to not have to go yeah. to the tax office anymore and just be able to renew my motor tax online. It's very quick. If it works, nigga. yeah. If it works, I mean, but you, that's because you I, would I can do know.
3: it. Yeah, I was going to say you would know if you hit a difficulty. You can sometimes I can kind of guess. Oh, I know what's wrong there. I've left out a comma, put in a comma, or I put, put capitals instead. But what about the people who, I mean, that's a lot of learning. I've only learned it because I've had the time and the yeah. No, I
1: understand. And it also, you know, when things become more automated, it also leads to an awful lot of less interpersonal conversations or Absolute, contact no, with no, people, And that can be no. lonely. That can lead to a more and more lonely life where you just That is a
3: very, very, that is a very, very important point, Neil. That is so important. That what you've just said—the mm. contactability—and with all the contactability we have today, people can't contact anybody. It's a disgrace to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. With all the look at, with all the technology that's there, people still can't contact somebody. Yeah, that was supposed to be the whole idea. I, I thought of doing things online, so you had some. You were able to do things and get things done quickly.
1: It's the complete opposite. Well, for those like, that can, yeah, but yeah, not everybody yeah, can. Yeah, not everybody's yeah, been brought along. You know that's what I'm saying? Well, the world I mean, is moving on. We're leaving people behind. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Jonah, Neil, I know you can go to somebody. I'm sure there's community organizations and everything else. But you're pride, Neil, as, as an older person, you're not a child. You're an adult who's come through a very long life. You've learned a lot in, in your life. Hmm. And just because you can't grasp the technology, you're like. A, a fool or, or a, a child with no ind- independence having to go along and say, can you do this for me? Even the one holidays, and are not finished, but God Almighty, like, it's, Neil, it's horrible. It's, don't you realise, I, 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 I'm appealing to people to write to Mary Butler and make that point. It's so lonely, Neil, for a lot of people Mm. not having that contactability and having to beg somebody, go to somebody and say, can you do it for me? For God's sake, like as as a 70-year-old having to go to somebody, can you do it for me? That is so embarrassing and so
1: demeaning, really, Neil. Well said, Donald. No. Appreciate that. Words well said. Powerful stuff. Yeah, thank
3: listen, you. thank you so much, Neil, for giving me so much time. You okay? got it. I got you, a lovely email
1: in the post actually saying, with a great photograph, right? Um, and the, the photo, I'll tell you about the photograph in a second but the email says, a gold medal for Ireland in the 4x400 uh, M75 relays at the World Masters Athletic Championships in Finland. Um, Hugh McSweeney Michael Kiley, both from Cork, won the over-75s World Championships with a new Irish record of 5.688 in the 4 x 400 hundred metres relay with John McDermott and Gary O'Reilly. The World Championships were in Tampere in Finland. All four men are over 75 and won medals individually too. Back in 1991, when they won the World Championships, they were interviewed on radio by Alf McCarthy, they spoke about it as if it was only yesterday. Uh, so Michael's daughter just had to let Neil know about it. And they've sent me a photograph as well of the four lads, all in their well past, sev- well, over 75 anyway. Uh, I think they're actually coming on here at once. Today. I just wanted to mention it now because this is the 4 by 400 relay for over 75-year-olds in Finland. Uh, and Cork won it. <laughs> and i believe those times are fast as well this must be very fast times <laughs> like faster than maybe a 35 or a 25 you might be able to do it anyway so you know just goes to show never give up anyway text 0868104106 just um just one this side of 11 and i'll see how we go after that eileen good morning this is I eileen mean, yeah yeah and you <laughs> don't mind you don't mind me giving out your age do you
12: I don't mind in the least. Okay. But I, what I want to say
1: ninety-one-year-old young
12: ninety-one.
1: Yeah, yeah. go, ahead. go ahead.
12: I am very young in the way I think. Young at heart. You. Now I must congratulate that other man who spoke so eloquently. The things I wanted to say to you. So we we'll try and keep that as short as possible. Okay. I would. I hate the word computer illiterate. Because when said set me, I feel absolutely. I, I think it's horrible. I haven't had a chance. I was taking classes in during before COVID, and they stopped. But I only have. I don't have a computer. I have the um, tablet.
1: Okay. So you were and taking. I, you were taking a I course taking, to yeah, to understand did, and to learn how to navigate to the online world. Use
4: it yeah.
12: I have my family daughter, my one one in family near me and she didn't have the patience to teach me and she has a, I have to pay. If I want to pay bills, I have to ask her if she'll do it for me. And uh, you want
1: to learn to do it yourself, yeah.
12: Well, I would love to be able to do it myself, but you see, COVID put, stop, put a stop to that when I was taking one lot of lessons. I, I went to beginners. Now, the word beginners was big and the ad yeah, that I saw so. And it was, what's that school that's at the end of, um, the city end of Blackrock Road?
1: The school at the city end of Blackrock Road. Yeah. Ashton? Ashton School. Ashton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
12: They advertised uh, classes for beginners, computer beginners. And I went to that class delighted
1: absolutely with myself. Anybody else of your age in the class? No. Ah, Good for you.
12: And I was treated as an old person. Badly.
1: Oh Now, There were. Are You sure it, it wasn't that there were people just weren't that extra little bit more patient with you? No, it was the teacher. Right. Actually, yeah. Okay, I, well, um, I, won't, I won't go. I won't go into that, having identified the school. No, but you, the you, at least class. you did you the course. You won't let me finish this now, but I want to finish this.
12: When I went into that class, there were about seven or eight younger, with much younger women who were talking about going on Skype to Australia, going on Skype to New Zealand, they all knew all that. And I said to the man who was running it, I said, I thought this was a beginner's class. And he said, just yes, of course it's a beginner's class. But I said, you're giving all your attention to those
4: people. Yeah.
12: And when I press a button and nearly explode the damn thing, you come up and you shout at me. <laughs> How did you get there? And I said, I pressed a button.
1: So it didn't seem as if it was a beginner's class to you. It
10: definitely
12: wasn't a beginner's class. I know. And then at the end of the class, we were taken upstairs to have a cup of tea, as it was the last night. But we were also introduced to the man we'd be going to on the second year. Yeah. And I said, I don't think I'd be going to the second year. And he says, you shouldn't be here at all. Oh, dear. This teacher. Oh, dear. And I really, now I'm 91. And all those others. Well, I was ninety-one when I deserve it. was in my eighties. Yeah. Actually, in my eighties, I don't look my age. Yeah. I've always been doing. Yeah. I've never looked my age.
4: Yeah.
12: I always looked younger than I was. But this, I've, I've, I've actually no it written down now. Um, I have a driving license and I drive. And,
1: and you I have don't. to, yeah. You have to renew it regularly, don't you?
12: Of course, I did. But yeah. I had I fall last year. And when I came out it had lapsed. So I had a great deal of trouble and I had to be helped on the computer, yeah. not on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter did all that for me to get my and it went up to well over a thousand euros. For what? You, for your
1: insurance, me, uh, is it?
12: My insurance. I'm paying well over a thousand. I asked my daughter to, if she could remind me what was she paid that I re, she paid it over the um on her computer. So I have no, absolutely no documentation at all, except.
1: Do I they regard been. you as a as a as a high risk at ninety-one that the insurance would go over a grand?
12: Well, and because it lapsed. Yeah. Uh, all, I, uh, I'm disabled since I was in hospital last year
4: for yeah. Yeah. for
12: uh, eleven weeks. Yeah. I got an infection. I broke my femur and I broke my hip.
4: Yeah. Oh dear.
12: And. Now, that might have had to do with this, but I'm on a pension, and the, the thing is, um, as, as as the other man who was so articulate, I wish I was as artic- articulate as him, but if he thinks that 70 years old, as I say to other people mm, I meet, mm.
4: he's
1: just a little chicken. <laughs> OK, OK, I'm under I'm a little bit of pressure for time. I'll pick it up after 11 o'clock this morning. Do text 0868104106. Uh, if you are computer savvy, and you want to email neil at redfm.ie.
0: Hey, it's Dave. Join me weekdays from four for Dave Max Drive, where I'll help get you home or give you a little lift at home. Big hits, loads of fun features and traffic info. What more could you need? Join me weekdays
2: from four. Dave Max Drive. 104 to 106. Red FM. This is the Neil
1: Frienderville Show. Okay, schools are out and we've got lots of family passes for various tourist attractions right across the county. You want to share your holiday experiences with some great calls, some very funny calls yesterday, the most memorable, uh, particularly the staycation ones at home, you know, whether it was caravanning or camping or tenting or bed and breakfasting or renting a holiday home or... Whatever it was that you do, we want people to share their stories. So far, we have passes from Michael Collins House, Spike Island, Cove Heritage Centre, Camden Fort Mar, Skibberine Heritage Centre, Yaw Clockgate Tower, uh, the, uh, Mary, St. Mary's Collegiate Church in Yaw as well, Photo Wildlife Park, Leahy's Farm, UCC do a tour, which I think would be a fantastic, I'd love to do that actually, just to get brought around UCC to understand and Hear about the history of it. Blackrock Castle Observatory, Leisureplex, Cork City Jail, West Cork Secret. And that's just, oh, actually, in fairness, UCC did send me on the UCC campus tour details. So I will come back to that throughout the course uh, of the morning. So do get in touch. Share your own stories regarding ho- summer holidays of the past. Uh, text 0868104106. I still have some wonderful texts that I haven't read all of them out with regards to people during the summer of years gone by and the different types of summer jobs that people engaged in. Can I just do a selection of those if you don't mind? Uh, picking spuds uh, almost every year and picking stones as well. Oh, I'd love to be back there again. No bills, no mortgages to worry about, says Dahi. Picking spuds is one thing, but what's the business about picking stones? Snail um, Snail farming wasn't the worst, but I wouldn't recommend it, said (laughs) Emer. Picking daffodils, picking spuds and picking periwinkles, says Donna. These are summer jobs. I worked in the local shop during the summer holidays, 15 and 16 years old, and every weekend right throughout the 80s. uh, And it was housework when I was off. It was all go back then, says Noel. Yeah, that's when people pitched in and helped Mammy uh, and Daddy. Yes, childminding for a neighbour. Good money in that, I'd say. Uh, just sitting around minding children. <laughs> Tina says, As a child, I picked strawberries and raspberries and blueberries in the fruit farm in Bell and College to get extra money with my friends. We loved it. We used to be sick from eating all of the strawberries. Then off to the teen discos on the weekend to spend all our money. Happy days, says Tina. In the summer of 1998, I had a summer job in Spring Grove on the Old Mallow Road. I was 15. I got together with a co-worker and 24 years later, we're 15 years married and have three amazing sons, says Stephanie. You're talking about summer jobs. My mom and dad never took money from me. I offered it up, though, and we'd get stuff like takeaways or buy things like dog food i didn't spend it on myself (laughs) well you didn't eat the takeaways i would also pay for my own phone bill and give my parents money if they were ever stuck i think it's good for teenagers to help out in the home I had a summer job in the Mercy Hospital for three summers during my school holidays. The money was great. It was good training for kids to give money up at home. I was delighted to be able to give my dear money money th- money towards my own braces because they cost her a fortune. I simply didn't need all of the money at the time. Good money in hospital settings. Enjoying the programme on the issue of working for the summer, there is so much to be learned. Lesson number one, save a third. Learning how to save and budget. Lesson number two, a third for the home, a sense of sharing. Lesson number three, spend a third. Uh, This teaches that there is reward for work and looking after yourself, says Teresa. Uh, A lot of people did strawberry picking. More here from Wexford. Uh, We used to get 20 pence a punnet. I was laughing at the lady because we used to eat. We used to eat one punnet and pick the other. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one for you and one for me. I'm from a seaside village in Kerry and I had three summer jobs in my early teens. I'd pick buckets of periwinkles when the tide was out and sell them to the local shopkeeper who would sell them on to tourists. I helped my mother clean holiday homes every weekend and we'd have them ready for the next family's visiting. And I also worked in the local bar collecting glasses, serving drink and maintaining the outside area. I watered all the flowers. All of the money earned was my own. But I do remember handing up money now and again without being asked, says Tom. One more for now. I worked in the domestic staff in Our Lady's Hospital in the 80s. I was 16. Uh, We had great crack with the staff, but what a god-awful place it was for the patients. So sad. Great money, and I most definitely had to hand up some of the bobs at home. And that's in the old Our Lady's Hospital in the 80s. Must have been some experience for a 16-year-old to be working in that hospital. Anyway, thank you for those texts. Do appreciate them. Call's on the way. Talk to Neil
2: Prenderville now. 0818-104-106. Cork's Red FM.
1: I told you the story earlier on this morning of Ed who uh, was attacked at Fitzgerald's Park on Saturday uh, and I read out his details as, as I got them. I uh, also played you some audio because he took out his phone trying to record these characters to save it for the guard. He was hit with a the golf club as a girl says here just a question I'm a mother of a one year old and I'd like to go for walks with my little one my question is by law how can I defend myself in a situation like the one that that lad was in in Fitzgerald Park I get for shouting for help, but not people, people won't always come to help you. She's wondering if these days she would be carrying pepper spray with us. Uh, it's a good question, to be quite honest with you. Um, it's illegal anyway, isn't it, pepper spray? I mean, and you, do, you can buy it and you can get it online and stuff like that, but that does not make it actually legal in any way, shape or form. But Ed wasn't available earlier on this morning, but he is now and he joins me by phone. Hey, good morning. Uh, Good morning, Neil. And I have the audio that I played earlier on. I'll play a little bit. You sounded terrified to me in the recording that I listened (laughs) to.
13: Honestly, if if I didn't have the recording, I wouldn't remember it. I know.
1: Now, now, you you say also in the details that I have something along the lines of that uh, your arm took the brunt of the smack from the golf club. But looking at the photograph, it looks to me as if the head of the golf club left a fair old bruising mark on your chest.
13: Um, Basically, I managed to get my arm out at the last second, and um, so that took the brunt of the hit. But the, uh, the like the club wrapped around my arm and still got my ribs.
1: So it did get it. get it did get your ribs. The evidence is here oh, in the yeah, front. It absolutely did. Yeah, I think it's the five iron. So. so you you were just literally this is what Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, when Saturday evening at about seven
13: seven thirty. Okay, um, I. <laughs> I basically, I went into Smith's toy store to buy a present for my nephew. And I got distracted by a toy gun, a Nerf gun. It shoots foam pellets. And I had that in my backpack. Uh, But the end was sticking out. And I I just went down to the skateboard park. I go to all the time, just went for a cigarette. And out of nowhere, one of the guys comes over and picks up the toy gun. And I just, I didn't even try to be polite. I said, put my stuff down. So he started shouting abuse.
1: They're about 14. These are about 14 years old, are
13: well, they? of yeah. One of them, them mentions they were 14. They look about 14. Right. Uh, so we started shouting at each other. Uh, I was just telling him to get away and leave my stuff alone. And then one of the guys comes out of nowhere on his bike and clocks me in the jaw.
1: So he punched you in the jaw?
13: He punched me in the jaw while cycling on the bike. So. Uh, roared at him, don't know what I said. Uh, then the other boys got more aggressive, and then I started packing up my stuff, and then they started coming at me, and then the guy came out and over with the golf club. Was he on a bike? No, oh, the same guy. So the same guy that punched me hit me with the golf club. Uh, and then I was just furious at that point, like the adrenaline just took over, and I just started walking towards him, and he bolted my his bike up towards UCC, And then another guy confronted me, and he had a golf club. (laughs) He he swung it back, and I just told him to do it because I figured at least if I saw it coming, I could grab the club off of him. yeah, yeah. And then he didn't do anything, so for some godforsaken reason, I turned around and told him to hit me on the back. I don't know why I did that. And then I went to grab my stuff, and the boys pretended to call the guards, and I believed them for a second. So I kind of stuck around for a little bit, but I kept on moving away, and then I just gave up and started walking away. And I said, I go to the gas station and was walking up towards the footbridge. And that same kid threw, I think, that same golf club at me. But it missed by a few feet. So I just picked that up and I was like, okay, I'm taking that to the garage station. And then they started following me along the footpath. And, and then I had the audio. Um, That's right, yeah. Um, basically, it- uh, one, of the, one of the boys, the same guy on the bike got in front of me on the bike. And he uh he demanded the golf club back and I was like I know I wanna take it in for evidence and he I tried to step out of the way and he said he was gonna stand in front of me, so I just dropped the golf club and lowered him again. And then they kinda of cornered me for a bit and one of the guys they were banging the golf clubs on the ground. That was fun. And uh and they um one of the guys threatened to hit me again and I was pleading for my fucking life. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, I, didn't sorry pal, I slipped down. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I want to again. And pleading for my life and eventually he walked away and took a breather for a second and then started following them, called the guards, followed them all the way to the bottom of Shannon Street. Sport car showed up.
1: That's a long way.
13: Oh, I, I kept my distance. So... Um just just ahead, ahead, just ahead,
1: just ahead of that this is this is some of the audio from earlier this morning If anybody might have missed it Oh god
14: go on. Go on. If you come near me I will fire in the
0: river Give me the guard Do get away, the get away from me Get away from me Get away from me Get away get away from me This is evidence Do get away from me Please get away from me Please The guard No out, Dude, I'm going to walk over there. Can I walk over there, too?
2: I need to Stop! Stop! If you take one more step towards me, I will... Oh, my God! What? For f sake!
1: See, I'm even disturbed even listening to that, and I wasn't there. Right? Uh, I'm almost in tears right now listening, to it. to be honest. What are they doing in Fitzgerald's Park with golf clubs in the first place? What else are kids going to do these days? Cop themselves on, behave.
13: Who's telling them to behave?
1: Like somebody else said, I was also in Fitzgerald's Park on Saturday with my mates and I saw these lads. One of them came up to me and started hassling me to give him a fag. We paid no attention they moved on, but they had golf clubs and were getting testy with the dustbins and the likes. They were smacking uh-huh. the clubs off dustbins. They then went on to yeah. smack the clubs off you.
13: Look, I should yep. have had the common sense not to walk up to them,
1: but I wasn't even paying
13: attention, you know. It was I didn't realize they were there until I sat down on the bench, because 99% of the time that park is lovely. Yeah, but no. you
1: didn't want, yeah, okay, so maybe you shouldn't have, but at the same time you didn't want to be intimidated by them.
13: Oh, once he touched my stuff, I was like, get away, okay? So don't touch my stuff. So that, that, that should be simple. If he, look, if he, if he even came out politely and asked me to look at it, so I might have said yes, but don't touch my stuff.
1: Yeah, and so what happened when you got as far as Shandon Street?
13: Um, at the squad car, um, and they, 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 they tried to follow him, but they lost him. And I was like, I just went straight to Angles, uh, Anglesey Station and gave a statement.
1: You say that um, uh, that the skate park is getting a reputation now, a bad reputation. Is that true?
13: Kind, kind of. Um, it's basically a case of like, if there's a lot of kids there, it'll probably be fine. But if it's just certain other people, then you're probably just better off walking on.
1: But, like, do we actually need a guard of presence in Fitzgerald Park? I mean, like, is there any security staff there?
13: No, no. The security staff in Fitzgerald Park and the security staff in UCC, um, there's not even a security camera around here,
1: to my knowledge. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah. It really and truly is. Um, How are your ribs? It's okay. The arm stings a bit. The bruise has gotten pretty big.
13: It's like six inches now, so it's can bluer every day. Um, but I'm fine. So, I, I, I grew up on a farm. You know, so I know, I but if of-
1: somebody wanted to go up to Fitzgerald Park and enjoy a bit of sunshine and sit down and bam out, they can't do so without the fear of being intimidated or oh, harassed. I would say harassed.
13: Fitzgerald Park itself is perfectly safe. They have security guards there. You can't even drink a can of beer. So it's the skate park,
1: which is not not, in Fitzgerald's Park. It's adjacent to it. It's not in the best of shape right now, unfortunately.
13: 99% of the time, it's great. All the skateboarders are lovely. So if you see someone skateboarding, they're very nice. But it's the guys that come there. It's basically like kids who are taking all sorts of stuff. And... uh, heroin
1: junkies. So here's the thing then Um, it's the summertime, and mammies and daddies will be allowing their kids to go to the skate park to do a bit of skateboarding. And they should. Is it safe for them to go?
13: I would say so but they just kind of have to have a look around when they
1: arrive. Shouldn't have to though. They should not have to case the joint. I know. I know alright Ed thanks for taking the call pal sorry for what happened to you appreciate you taking the call text 0868 104 106 back after the break
2: The Neil Prendeville Show on Cork's Red FM our phone lines remain open after midday 0818 104 106 ok
1: some of the uh, tourist family passes that we have to go away include Black Rock Castle Observatory your opportunity to take the family down they am going to start giving those away uh, across the rest of the weekend and next week but I mentioned Blackrock Castle observatory because you may have been seeing these stunning photographs in the newspapers or up online of a telescope called, well it's NASA has released the first full colour images from the James Webb Space Telescope and I'm looking at photographs of it in this morning's examiner. But I'm, I'm not 100% sure how this is happening where we're looking back in time. I mean the, the actual photographs are Totally and utterly stunning. Alan, uh, Alan Gilton is the and is the centre manager and researcher at Blackrock Castle Observatory. I hope he can explain it to me. I'm sure that he can in language that I'll be able to understand and you guys as well. So, uh, Alan, thanks for taking the call. Good morning. Good morning. Neil. How are we keeping? What are we looking at here? This is a, a very powerful telescope that can look way into deep space. Is it?
14: Yes, absolutely. So the James Webb Telescope is kind of like the follow-on to the Hubble Telescope. So it's a very large telescope. It's six meters, uh, which is quite large in space. Um, So what it's looking at is, you'll see the very deep field image it's called, um, which is the one with lots and lots and lots of galaxies, thousands of galaxies you're looking at. Um, And some of them in particular, if you're looking at it, the ones that are kind of red and orangey in color, They are the most distant ones. So they are the ones that are about uh, 13 billion light years away. Okay, so
1: just on that, when you say we're looking at thousands and thousands of galaxies, I see lots and lots of dotted stars. Each of those is a galaxy. And we're in our own galaxy, and there are
14: thousands of others, are there? There are thousands of other galaxies. The image that you're looking at, and the image that, if you do look it up online, that you're going to be looking at, if you hold a grain of sand to the sky, that is all of that image in that grain of sand. That's how that's how big the universe actually is. All we're looking at is a grain of sand, and there are thousands of galaxies in that grain of sand alone. It's hard to understand. It's
1: hard to actually digest that information, that space goes on forever.
14: It does. <laughs> yeah, it goes on very, very far. Um, most of the light that you're looking at at that image, Neil... Actually, left its its galaxy uh, 14 billion sorry, 13 billion years ago. So it's been travelling through space for 13 billion years, way before the Earth and the Sun ever formed, and it's just hitting our telescope right now. So
1: each of those lights or stars or galaxies is, took 13 billion years for me to see it.
14: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge and it's, it's very, very immense. Um, it, it's very impressive because we can see all of the different colours as well. And, and they all tell us various different aspects about what the type of galaxies they are, what they're made of, how far away they are. Actually, the redder they are, the further away they are. Um, because light does something similar to uh, what's called the Doppler effect. It's kind of like you hear it with an ambulance, you know, when it's coming towards you, it goes slightly higher, and then when it's going away from you, it gets, gets a bit lower in pitch. And what, So light does the same thing. When it's going away from you, it actually gets redder. Um, so we can tell by how red it is, we can tell how far away it is. So and we know that how red, by how red these are, that's how far away they're, 13 billion light years away. So does that mean that if we can get faster than the
1: speed of light as a human being, we could go back in time?
14: In principle, uh, yes. In practice, there are some difficulties in achieving that. <laughs> I think so. Um,
1: but
0: technically,
14: uh, we
1: could go back
14: in time as far as we want. We we could go to a destination in time. Um, yeah, so it, it it's kind of, it's a way of... <laughs> It's a way of cheating, I suppose, is what you'd call it. You're, you'd, be, you'd be able to go to a, a place in time. Yeah. Um, but by getting there before the light actually arrives, you're, you're effectively cheating light. Um, <laughs> che- cheating light speed by, by getting to a location before the light actually gets there. It's kind of like light traveling. Um, which for us is similar to time travel.
1: Okay, okay. We haven't quite got to time travel yet, neither the no, future nor no, 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 the past. we're a bit
14: away from that. Um, we're a bit away from that. But technology like this, you know, it plays a small part in getting us there. But you know the rest of the images then, what looks like yeah. multicolored choppy seas. What, what are they? Is that called a nebula? Multicolored choppy seas. So the Carina Nebula is it's actually called Cosmic Cliffs.
1: Cliffs, okay. That
14: is a huge uh, star-forming region. So all of that, it's kind of browny uh, orangey area. Brownie, uh, orangey, red, purpley. You name it. It's, it that's, a, that's very much a star-forming region. So that's a whole giant gas cloud that's very slowly going to form in the next hundreds of millions of years a whole load of new stars. So that's kind of like a nursery, a star nursery. So um, what, are,
1: what are the likes of your good self and others involved in this research and science? What are you learning from captured images from the web?
14: Uh, well, in particular, uh, with, with this image and with another particular image um, uh, called WASP-96, um, is with the Carina Nebula we are learning about how the actual stars themselves form, so prototyping stars, so how our own star actually formed, how these clumps of gas come together. Is it gravity? Is it matter? Is it dark matter? How much of all of these play a part in forming suns? Don't forget, we are all made of star stuff. In order to form, uh, order to form a planetary system like our own solar system, you have to form a sun. So these are all suns in the making and so planetary systems in the making. The
4: so scale of
14: by it. learning about how all of these clumps of material come together over time, we can figure out how our own star was formed I mean, uh, the, and, and and then we can try and see where they go to in the end. Um, another one actually, is, uh, Neil, called uh, the Southern Nebula, which was also uh, released yesterday. Uh, is actually uh, a dying star okay so it's an exploding star very very striking image um, and that one was taken with the European actual Im- instrument called MIRI which is the mid-infrared system um, looks at a very particular colour light and, and it actually shows the star towards the centre and a whole load of rings of exploding material um, out, expanding out through the universe and that's the star coming to its close wow not too dissimilar to our own star is actually going to go that way in about 5 billion years or so. Okay, so we've got a bit of time, yes. We've got a bit
1: spite, of time. In spite of climate warming or what have you. But you know yeah. when you look at each of those lights and each of those is a galaxy and we're in our yeah. own galaxy, which is infinite, isn't it?
14: Uh, our own galaxy is not... 25,000 light years uh, thereabouts in, in, in radius. So our, our own galaxy is, is definitely finite. Um... The universe itself is finite, but it, the numbers involved are very, very large. And do we have any, do we have any, I mean, I know Voyager
1: 1 and Voyager 2 went out there, but they're yeah. long gone too far to get any images back now, aren't
14: they? Is there anything out there sending images back? Well, we actually still can communicate with them. Uh, so they're, they're, they've gone past uh, the Oort cloud. So they're they're out into outer space. So they're outside of our own solar system. Um, so we're not getting much information back from them, other than uh, they are no longer feeling the effects of any of the uh, solar radiation, solar winds, and whatnot. But so they will just keep on going. The They'll keep. But do you, they when you look at the going. when you look at the scale of all of this, where where are you
1: as a as a researcher with regards to because of the vastness of it all and what the web is showing us that there has yep. to be other life out there.
14: Oh uh, the, well, in. We have yet to conclusively prove that Neil, as you know, but uh, in in it would certainly indicate to me if you consider that this image alone is a grain of sand, yeah. then the number of galaxies and the number of planets, therefore, are, are just billions and billions and billions of planets <laughs> out there, and yeah. they're all. We know some of them are already in very similar positions compared to their sun. So they're 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 the same kind of distance from their own form But what I'm saying is that it would be so, rather naive of us to think that we were alone. I think I would agree, yeah. I, I I think we're most definitely not alone. Now, how advanced they are, um and you know, that kind of thing is, is another uh, argument um, they may not be that advanced, they may be even more advanced more you advanced don't you don 't know if see.
1: anybody like we often hear people saying, uh, you know people have other planets and other species have been trying to get in touch with us, and you know American presidents are burying it among we'll release the information mm. you know Roswell and things like that. Do you buy into any of that
14: not particularly yeah. um, I know uh, in in a nutshell Neil, yeah. Um, UFO. No UFO
1: do, do, does a serious researcher like you take UFO sightings seriously?
14: Oh yeah, we t- we take them seriously, but we we take them scientifically. Yeah, you have. So to. we look at them very much with scientific eyes. So you know we we need we need proof and we need conclusive proof. So a lot of what's been presented so far is very inconclusive. Um, so until you get something that's a bit more conclusive, then it's hard to say yes or no. Um, but we're always, as scientists, you always have to keep your mind open Absolutely. Uh, to, to any possibilities. Yeah, who knows what's um, out there. We're getting more and more who pictures knows what's out there. there yeah, so. and who knows what we're going to find, even with this particular um, uh, G- the James Webb telescope. As I said, that one particular um, image from uh, WASP-96b, which is a planet outside of our solar system. Um, and we know that that has water vapor. Conclusively. So there could be. There could is, be. Ad- yeah. Water yeah. But, and I suppose if there is, oh. we just want them to be friendly. <laughs> uh, ideally, yes. <laughs> that would be. If, if. If they are going to visit us at some point,
1: yes, a friendly a friendly chat would be good. Fair play to you, Alan. Thanks for taking the call. Exciting times. Appreciate you taking the call. Have a great day. Exciting for you Bad guys. You too. Take Thanks. care. All right. Then we also have passes to give away, family passes for the observatory itself. Okay. Talking about passes, I've got some tickets for uh, Belinda Carlisle who plays the Cork Opera House uh, on Friday. A whole tough on that. I actually chatted with Belinda Carlisle during the week. All that and lots more besides your Belinda Carlisle fan, you can trace back to the days of the Go-Go's back in the 80s. That's after the break. All right, Belinda, Uh, who'd have thought back in the 80s when I was a hot jock playing the Go-Go's and Belinda Carla solo hits (laughs) that she'd be calling me on my mobile phone. So thank you for that.
7: (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. It's my pleasure.
1: Back in the day, uh, it was... Pretty refreshing stuff, I can tell you, on air to be playing something new in the shape of an all-girl rock band. So thank you for that.
7: Right. Oh, thank you. Well, well, I mean, you know, thank you for playing us. And, and yes, I mean, um, if it wasn't for the punk scene, the Go-Go's wouldn't happen. And, you know, it, it, was, it was an amazing time in my life, for yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, our lips are sealed, vacation and what have you. I mean, there was a lot of different genres. I mean, you say West Coast punk you bordered into new wave, you got into rock and ultimately into, into the pop world yourself. I was watching an amazing interview with you you were saying that punk on the West coast was different to the East coast and different to UK punk. So there's a lot of different strands of punk back then, wasn't there?
7: Absolutely. I think, I think uh, it was more political of course, in in the UK because of the times and what was going on here in, in the country. And, not much to be angry about in Southern California in the late 70s. So it was, it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was uplifting. It was, it was more about art than anything else. And, and, you know, it was an incredible scene and allowed for, you know, all sorts of music and you didn't have to, know how to play your instruments and know how to sing and and you know that's how we got our start
1: yeah but come on it was a very and still is a very male dominated industry dominated by men controlled by men was that difficult right
7: well i mean we couldn't get a record deal because we were told that um an all-female band had not had mainstream success so sorry we're gonna pass on you so you know, and we were filling up clubs on the East Coast and West Coast. So and still they wouldn't sign us. But finally, Miles Copeland came along and signed us. And the rest is history. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it, it still is relevant today. I was reading this morning that Cheryl Crow has said that it's um, not in women's interest to be ambitious. She says when a man is ambitious, that's a good trait. When a woman is ambitious, she's a bitch.
7: Well, I guess that that's probably true. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably true. I mean, you know, something we never really, I mean, the only problem we had with the the industry and males and the industry, you know, men that were running the industry was that they wouldn't sign us. But for the most part, men were afraid of us. So, they wouldn't even try on with us. Why? Well, Why? because the, Go-Go, the, the Go-Go's as a unit is sort of like a, it's like a five-headed monster. So, you it, know, it's an intimidating thing to be around.
1: It was a band with a lot of attitude, that's for sure.
7: Yeah, oh yeah. And we, you know, we weren't anybody's tool, that's for sure. But, you know, I mean, we once we got a foot in the door and then with the first album and stuff, I mean, we're, we were very lucky and we never had a problem with our label as far as sexism and all that goes
1: you're You're in a great place now, thankfully, and have been for a long time but with the go goes came money and come came fame and unfortunately some some very dark days as well Do you, are you comfortable revisiting the darker days that are behind you now well
7: it's just it's just boring to talk about because I've talked about it a million times, so i don't like to you know it's like i'm not defined by the fact that I get drugs you know so um you know it's it's it, for me, it's it's kind of old news. Yeah. And Yeah. Of course, I mean, in the Goldos, we were young women. We had money. We had no responsibility. Yeah. We were traveling around the world, and we were acting like guys. But everybody made such a big deal about it yeah, because I we were we were women.
1: Yeah. One of the things that did interest me, though, was how you felt that you had imposter syndrome. That. You didn't deserve it that you'd be found out. Did did you think you didn't have talent at some stage in your amazing career?
7: Probably um, well, yes. I mean, for for years. I mean, I I never really thought that this was what I should be doing in life until probably I'd say about maybe after I got sober, which was almost seventeen years now. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I mean, since then I it was always kind of. You know, I mean, I remember on the, on a Runaway Horses tour when I was playing in Manchester at the arena and I looked out the window and there was a huge queue going around the building and I just like, like oh my God, why are these people here? To see me? You know, so, so, oh I mean, God. I think imposter syndrome is, I think a lot of people have that. It's a pretty... A pretty common thing to have, and I certainly had it too.
1: Which is extraordinary, having had hits with Heaven is a Place on Earth, I Get Weak, Circle in the Sand, Leave a right. Light on, Summer Rain. And all of those are just power songs, and they're yours to sing, you know?
7: I know. Well, well, I'm very, very lucky that I've worked with some of the best songwriters in the world. So, yeah, so I guess I'm, I'm I guess I'm. I have, you know, Hmm. Some point a little bit of talent (laughs) I guess I can sing (laughs) so no I'm very very lucky
1: you can certainly sing and a lot more besides although you said that music now is contrived and sexualized I mean think about that I mean it was even contrived and sexualized way before you I mean Presley was sexualized right the Beatles were sexualized
7: well not not as much as they are now where it's kind of in your face and I I remember being at the Billboard Music Awards at the Go-Go's and it was, just, it was about five years ago, and, and we were horrified, and we've, we've seen it all and done it all, and, and we were horrified um, how young girls are marketed in music. It's just not okay, you know, and it's not empowering, and, and we were shocked, you know, it's, it's a lot different. I, I think it was more subtle back in the day. It's not subtle anymore. It's pretty much in your face.
1: In spite of living in the times when there's a lot more emphasis now on empowering women, you believe that's not working in the right direction
7: i i don't th- i mean how can you how how is that empowering i don't i don't, I'm, I'm, i think I'm missing something if, it, if it's if it's supposed to be i mean sure you're going to get attention but is it empowering you know and i i I really doubt it. I mean, that's just my my So it my point well, of view. well, it's got worse from
1: it's got worse from your day because you did say <laughs> years ago that you were told to be sexier and write sexier songs. I mean, that really is pigeon- right. ho- that is was, pigeonholing a woman really, isn't it?
7: That was really horrible. And and uh, that was actually the only time they ever said anything like that to me. And I n- never got that in the go though. but yeah, that was that mad after mad about you, and that was hor- I was horrifying to me because I'm not like that at all, and and nor do, nor do I want to be like that. And especially now, I mean, I'm too old to be like that. But <laughs> back then, it was like, you know, back then I had no desire. To to go that
1: direction. And how are you with the rest of the of the Go Go's from back in the day? I know you do reunions from time to time, right? And you play together.
7: No, well, we got we got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year, and we're now pretty much uh, the band is pretty much uh, we, we went our own separate ways, and we did, we agreed that you know after the Rock Hall, it's sort of the pinnacle, and everybody else, everybody has busy lives too, so. Um, the Go Go's have gone, gone. It's no more.
1: I've got to ask you before no I, before I let you go. There's a Cork connection to Belinda Carlisle. I believe you're talking to a Cork, yes, Cork radio station. Is. Can you can you just talk about that? Is it on your mother's side?
7: And my mother's side is from our, it's from the Cork area. I mean, they're like my. Great grandmother and her family, you know, and it's all, they're all from, from, from the Cork area. So, yes, I do have a connection there. I, and I love Ireland anyway, you know, and, but, and uh, even if I didn't have a
1: connection. But we can claim you, Belinda, right?
7: Yes, you can. Actually, you can.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm officially, I'm officially declaring Belinda Carlisle as a, as a cork girl then. A cork
7: girl, exactly. exactly. All
1: right. Well, listen, it's going to be great to have you back on Lee's side. The gig is Friday night, albeit delayed by a couple of years. We won't mention the C word, will we? Hopefully, that's all behind us.
2: Oh
7: God! I know. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm so sorry. My brother died oh. on the um, on the first time around, and I just I lost my voice completely.
1: Oh dear! Sorry. And
7: um, and then COVID. And then the second time. And this time everything's good. And I'll see you
1: this week yeah looking this, forward to, don't, don't miss don't miss that flight we'll see you on Leeside on Friday I
7: know. <laughs> I'll see you okay
1: Neil thank you so much bye Belinda see ya
4: bye Ooh, baby do you know that
1: Belinda Carlyle, long-time fan. I'm sure you are, too. And it's great to discover that uh, we can claim Belinda Carlyle as one of her own because on her mother's side, our people are all from Cork, and she plays the Opera House on Friday night. Lines open now. we got double passes, 0818-104-106. Uh, you want to get tickets yourself, then you can do so in the usual sources, uh, Opera House box office, online, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'll see you tomorrow.
4: This is another Red FM podcast.
0: And remember, if you enjoyed this episode, for more podcasts, check out redextra.ie. It's full of great Red FM content.